Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the role podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of y'all's DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, what up? We got DJ D Miles. What's good, what's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we got a special guest. <laughs> um, you know, he's originally from Atlanta, and he's been in Vegas since probably like 2013, 2012. And uh, like ever since we started the podcast, right, Nevi? Yeah, man. He's been like threatening us. Yeah, like, come on. yeah. <laughs> he's been like, come on, man. Why we? Why you, I'm not on there yet? Why yeah. you haven't got me on the podcast he's been yet? You know, day he's one. Been, he's one. been pulling me aside. You know, when motherfuckers grab you by by the back of your arm, <laughs> dragging me to the side of the booth, like, yo, what's going on? What did I do? <laughs> Y'all got a problem with me? I'm like, I ain't got no problem. How come I'm on a podcast? <laughs> but anyway, you, we got one of LV's finest, Jay Nice. Yes, Jay sir. Nice, Jay Nice. Yeah. What's How good, sir? How you doing, brother? You look happy today. Today. You look happy today. You look like a yeah, you, you pissed off about something, man. Every time yeah. I see you, you, ups, you irate about something. You got the ice on. Because you, know, you, know, you know, Jay Nice gives me these kind of pounds, you know, when I walk in. Uh-huh. He he get already he looks at me, he already has like, he looks like he just yelled at somebody, right? <laughs> and then he does one of these like, man. Ugh. And then he gives me a pound. He don't even look at me. He just kind of looks around. <laughs> Like he like he's looking for somebody. He's looking for the next person to yell at who fucked up. Hey. Who's looking at me funny? It's, it's a lot. It'd be, you, lot going on. It'd be a lot going on, bro. Ain't going on. But you you look happy today. You look at today, peace. You know what I mean? You know I, I cried yesterday. Oh man, because of Coolio. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right. um, rest I, in peace, Coolio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then um, you know, just today, you know, you woke up and it's another day. And I'm like, be honest with you, you know, that dad was real close. You know, so I'm like, man, you know, I'm glad that I I, I got the tap on the shoulder to wake up. So, mm. you know, I can't be, you know, I can't sit and cry about it. You know, I did that most of the day yesterday. How how where how did you uh, connect with Coolio? It's so, it's so funny, man. Like, um, you know, a lot of people don't know. You know, I do a lot. You know, I, I DJ a lot. You know, and uh, I play for a lot of artists. And I really don't. You know, I, I've never been the kind of guy that you know want to be. You know the loud. I want to be in the back. You know, I really just want to chill. But I've known Coolio for twenty years. You know, what I'm saying like I met him. Actually, I met him um, in Atlanta with Pac in '95. Really? Damn. Yeah. So, you know, and it's funny because we had already, you know, like I'm mad, like me and like uh, Too Short and. Cube and everybody like I've always been cool with those guys you know just because I'm a DJ I worked in the radio station in V13 in Atlanta so you know when you have an opportunity to, to meet you know everybody Coolio used to always come to Atlanta for something you know sometimes you you know you got artists you stay in touch some motherfuckers you don't mm-hmm. you know you, we, you, we DJs we meet artists all the goddamn time you know and I've always been on the, the DJ on the conference call I'd be like man don't be giving me the bullshit like now that you you know you're trying to get your music hot you know, don't disappear. You know, we're trying to call you because we want to do a show with you. Or we mm-hmm. want, you know, we want to drop or we want you to do some music with us. Don't disappear. And Coolio had always been that same guy. I would see him out, you know, no matter where we was at. Or I would hit him. His number changed 10 times. But every time he changed his number, he always sent me a text, hey, Jay, hit my new number. You know what I'm saying? So we always stayed in touch. And then um, he asked me to go on the road with him a bunch of times. So, you know, I went and did a few shows here and there. You know, then he started doing like I feel like he used to be in Vegas a lot. Yeah. He, used to yeah. he, he lives here. I was about to say, he lived out here. He lives here. He lived out here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he did a bunch of, like, we did a bunch of stuff here in Vegas, you know, and um, so then we had, a, like, a few shows to go over, over to Europe and stuff like that. And then, you know, we 
talked again, you know, about going to uh, Medellin. And he was like, yo, Jay, you know, I told him, I said, yo, it's Gangsta's Paradise. Every time I, I call and I speak to the promoter over there, you can hear your fucking song playing in the background. And he was like, because I was going over there to DJ myself. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it, because I had to plug. And um, so then I called. So you him. went with Coolio to Columbia? Yeah. Medellin? Yeah. Shit. So I had called him. I was like, yo, every time I talked to this so promoter. So you just saw him? You were just with him? Yeah, we were just together. Yeah. Like, well, where we at? We right now, we in October. About so, to be, yeah. So we together from the last weekend of July to the middle of, like, the first week of August. We were to, like, I was with him, with him for a whole oh, week. Oh, wow. And then um, I had called him. He was like, yo, come on, let's go to Columbia to go do the show. He was like, you know how much money is it? So I was like, yo, it's okay money, but, you know, let's go have some fun. He was like, fuck it, let's go. And that's how we went to Columbia, just like that. Wow, I called him. like for a week like that. <laughs> yeah, huh? we was out there for fucking, I was like, how long you want to stay? He was like, oh, it's bitches, nigga, we're going to stay for a minute. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. <laughs> Thanks, so we wanted to be in out there for a minute. And I just talked to him, like, last week because he, he needed some help. On um on a, he got a, he had a European another part of his European uh, leg that he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. He's like Jay, I want you to go and help uh, Jerez with it. And I was like, all right, cool. And this was fucking the day is uh, what Thursday. This was Thursday, last Thursday. Oh wow! And I texted him the other day, and just the other day we was on the phone just talking about you know buying some property because I'm going out there for my birthday. And he was like, y'all want to go? So this is really sudden. It was just yeah, out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Sure Rest hurt. in peace, Coolio. Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, shook, that shook me up, bro. When I saw that. Yeah. And I, when, when we was on the phone, and Neville was like, "Yo, we lost a legend." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Because I, I grew up like I think Gangsta's Paradise came out when I was like 12, 13 years old. Mm. He was from was Compton too, right? I don't know. Yeah. He yeah. was? He's yes. From LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been out here for a minute in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you you know, it's funny. You said you like to be in the back. You like to work with artists. You like to be in back. To me, you, you're you very in front. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like your DJ style is very, you're very, like, fearless. You're very yeah. out to your, you know, you have a great mic game. Yeah. You're on the mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you've got you, the way you navigate through hip hop and R and B is is great. It's like you're you're just like it's very high energy. I remember at times that some sometimes we would spin together mm-hmm. at uh light and you would open up and you'd be going in, you'd be going aggressive. And it's bad. Huh? And it's bad. Let me tell you, I it's got bad? I got I got in so much trouble. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble, bro. Like, everybody don't understand. Like, you know, it's Wait, wait, but how'd you get in trouble for that? Because, you know, before, you know, I, I used to play because it was it was never mm-hmm. E Rock, never E Rock, um, uh, Kid Kid, Kid Funk, Funk, yeah, and then Sincere, and then it was me. Yeah, I came in last, mm-hmm. you know, and you know I used to go and just listen. And John used to always say to me, you know, you know, do your thing. I know what you can do. Do your thing. But then you know I play and I'll play before like E Rock, and then he would get mad. <laughs> and tell John that, you know, Jake's going in, he's doing this, he's doing that. So I got got in trouble, so John wouldn't book me. So then out of nowhere, one day he just came and sat to me. He's just like, yo, listen, we can't have the room just like on some bullshit until the headliner comes up at 1230. So I just need you to go in and do what you got to do. So he gave me the green light. Once, <laughs> once he told me I could shoot, like, nigga, I'm like, <laughs> you know, so I just, you know, just start doing what, you know, I got to do. I'm, you know, I'm very respectful. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I try to do my best, you know, not to step on anybody's toes, you know. Yeah. Him and I played together, you know, a bunch of times. And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm real respectful, you know, and I, I make sure I try to No, no, but it's, it's it. I mean, you guys are going, like, Never's very much, Never look, Never, you guys are both great DJs. Never's an amazing DJ. He would mm-hmm. get on the mic. He would open up. 
but it could be intimidating for a, a headliner who maybe isn't on the mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So like when I would if if you guys would open for me if we'd been together and I had to like follow you guys, I'd have to match that energy. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I could match. I could, you know, it, it's just kind of like, oh man, now I gotta like really like go to work. Go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like go to work because these motherfuckers ain't fucking around. Yeah. yeah. And I used to, you know, it used to feel kind of like I used to be like, oh man, like they, these motherfuckers trying to test me, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, man. So inside, I mean, I lo- I love you guys, right? Mm-hmm. But inside, I'm like, yo, fuck these dudes, man. You know, like, like in my right. head, I'm right. like, I mean, I'm like, I see what you're doing. You're yeah. trying to embarrass me, and I'm like, that's not gonna happen, right? And I love y'all, but like, fuck y'all, fuck y'all for doing all of this extra shit, right? But you know, I mean, you know what's so look, look, never on nobody like, ladies. <laughs> like, you know what's funny? <laughs> it's funny because um, you said um, um, John Petty used to give you shit, but it was um, Colin. Who used to tell me, yo, never, um, yo, just get on the mic, man. Just I know you open it, whatever, yeah. but yo, get this shit started, man. Just yeah. call, get on the mic, do your thing. I, I look, I get, I get it, but at the same time, I feel like I'm, I'm showing y'all from the outside perspective, right? Yeah. Because you guys are seeing it from one perspective. Nah, I feel you. You know man. what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I would come in, never, ladies, what's up? Like, <laughs> no. yo, let me hear you go ow, and I'm like, all right, yo, like I gotta come on. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I follow up. We just warming up. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> just right. warming up. We just warming up. Yo, yeah. no. and, then, and then he would get, and then he, we would switch over, and then he give me this look like, what you gonna do now? <laughs> what you gonna do? Now you go. I just shut. So then I would have to come on and be like, all right, man, now I gotta ladies. really get on. Yeah. You gotta work. Yeah. Jay used to do the same thing to me though. Yeah. When I come in, he'd be on the mic. He used to killing it. I'm just like, oh man, I can't yeah. follow this motherfucker, man. Jay, but they Jay get- is like a he was he's more aggressive. He yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. And then so when he was doing that, I'm like, and, and the thing is, it is like you guys are doing your jobs. Mm-hmm. You're not playing like the quote unquote hits. You know what I'm saying? Like the new hits or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just like if if you have another DJ who's not on the mic, what yeah, it's, completely it's a different style. Yeah, it's a problem. It, there's a shift in energy that I, I I used to think in my head like y'all should get off the mic at least twenty minutes or fifteen minutes before what, the yeah. headliner gets on. That's what John. That's what John told. Yeah, because it's like it's too much of an abrupt right. energy change, mm-hmm. and that to me is a little. It's kind of like ah, what's up? And he'd be like, "Yo, you ready? All right, peace." Like, like I'm out. <laughs> and I'm then out. it's like right. the other DJs like you know like all right, here's my intro. Yeah. Now I have to like do some outlandish. <laughs> I gotta like stand on the DJ booth. And jump in the crowd or some shit, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I had to learn, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, me, even me coming from Atlanta, it was coming, it's apples and oranges. Like, Vegas was absolutely nothing. Of I course. Had to, I had to learn. Like, I didn't know anything about, I mean, I, I, I grew up on um, on EDM, I mean, on, on house music. So, you know, for me, learning how to DJ, you know, house music was cool. So I knew I could do a six-hour set no matter what. I could do it with my eyes closed because I got so much music. But, you know, when I came to Vegas, I was just like... Nigga, <laughs> what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of stuff I just didn't know. Like I knew I didn't know anything about transition songs, and I didn't know anything about EDM. So you know, I used to ask, and I used to ask never. I used to ask sincere. Sincere is real quiet, but he used to help me out a lot. Sincere's a great yeah. Greg. Lo- Greg Lopez yeah. is my yeah. man. Like That's anything, another good one. Yeah. Greg Lopez. Yeah. Listen, man, this dude, man. I call. I will call Greg and be like, Yo, Greg, I need help. You know, like just recently, I ain't gonna lie, just recently, like maybe like last year, I had to go DJ in Tulum. And, um, you know, I don't have that, that, 
sexy. Look at you, you like Columbia Tulum. Yeah, I travel. I'll be out of here. You move but real you know, thotty. You, yeah. you know where the thoughts are. That's, that's where you got to go. You gotta, you, you gotta he he go. goes to all these thotty destinations. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? He's, because, like, he's like the second level of the miles. Because there's nothing, there's nothing else in the United States we can do. We've done it all. Like, we've traveled and done every state in the United States. Every shit is trash. Mm-hmm. So now let's go out of the country. <laughs> it's trash. It's straight trash. And so now we can go Why out Why you the say the U.S. is trash? Man, it's, you know, it's so funny because, like, I go to places and I listen, you know, and it's not, sometimes I go and I got a DJ, sometimes I don't, I'll just go because we hear different music, you know, different, different music played, different music played a different way. I can go from here and go to Houston, hear the same shit, the same fucking mix that's played the same exact way here that I went to Houston or I went to LA. It's just, you hear the same shit, the same fucking 30 songs. Everybody's playing the same shit, mm-hmm. you know? So when you go out of the country, you know, you got to go, it's like um, cleaning your palate. You get to go and yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. different music and, you know, feel a different vibe. And I like to just do that because it's giving me a different like energy and outlook on shit. So, you know, that's interesting. So I want, want to talk about this. So you, you, you guys obviously headline and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you guys have an aggressive opener similar to yourselves, <laughs> how, how, how do you guys feel? I'm just wondering. Well, it's kind of no, like I, I told oh, you. Man, I, 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 I told you, Jay Nice used to do it to me, and I'd be like, "Oh man, I gotta you know, follow this guy." But then know? you would do it to other motherfuckers, <laughs> right? You know, nah, but you I, know, I don't think I'm as aggressive though when I do you're pretty, it. You're pretty. I mean, <laughs> me, you know, Jay just go. You know, away. Never, which never is does dope. which, which like, which like makes me nervous. Uh-huh. Right when I get on <laughs> and I'm DJing, I never knew this, but go ahead. He stands right next to me. <laughs> yes, he does with his arms crossed. <laughs> he do that shit like too. He's to stop and sit right on the fucking speaker. He's looking at me like, "What you, what you?" gonna do <laughs> <laughs> and i'm over here like yo right. da, 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 da. and then he's just looking at me like what you so i'm like i feel like it fucks up the optics because <laughs> you're looking to for see a him. nightclub because the nightclub is seeing me and i'm and i'm i up and yelling and then there's this stern black dude behind me with his arms crossed like eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i heard this mix before yeah oh he could do he, Man, he oh he's running that again no, okay nah. we've been together then, fucking 10 years of course you should you feel, you're supposed to know your man shit like and then, and then and then if i do something different or new i get a little lean in like oh wait wait what was that and then he kind of looked <laughs> you, <he's> like, <laughs> you know that's all in your head man nah 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 he just said no. you do the same thing Jay. i mean, said, I mean to, to answer your question is like for me i tell people all the time like you know you only get one shot. Eminem said this shit in the song. You yeah. only get one shot. <laughs> and you know how you, you quote Eminem now. You know like, you, you know how these clubs are, man. You only as good as your last gig. Yeah. So yeah. if they don't like you, or you did something fucked up, man, they really be like, nah, we might book them only once. But time. you know what? I feel like that's the energy I feel from you guys sometimes. Yeah. Where you guys were so not nervous about your jobs, um, your job safety, or you know what I'm saying, but. It felt like, damn, I, I gotta do this. I'm gonna get yelled at. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like this pressure, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I couldn't really get mad or I couldn't feel no type of way or complain because, in the end, I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers want to get their shit off. Yeah. And honestly, you guys are opening for some headliners that shouldn't sometimes be headlining. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get why you guys do what you do. Yeah. Just for me, I'm just like, you know. I mean, I, do you remember what you told me one night? What? When I finished one night? What? You don't remember? <laughs> I talked to you a lot. What are you talking about? I mean, we used to talk a lot more when you played all the time, but you know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But like after a night, you came up to me you're like, man, you know, that's why I like you, Crooked. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, you never complain about, about me. 
You know, you just come on and you just do your thing yeah. and you don't worry about everybody else. Uh, you don't worry about me going too aggressive. And he's like, and then you just kind of like, you do your own thing, but then you take it to another level. Yeah. And I was like, inside, I was like, nah, man, I'm not happy about what you do. You know, I tell people it's so much music out there in the way you, everybody, like, even never, if never plays, you know, I've never had an opportunity to play with him except for that one time at, um, the Mayweather shit. Yeah, the Mayweather yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, I really, like I tell people, so much music. So the way that you play it is not going to be the same way I play it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So even though, you know, we are play together or how we do it, we have so much music. And a lot of people don't want to take the gamble and be like, okay, cool. Let me go to the left and keep my room. So if you can go to the left and keep your room, go to the left and keep your room, you know, if you can do it. You know, but once again, we have a club. We're playing in clubs of 2,000 people. So you have to... You know, you got to put in that that work. So if you don't, you know, people complain. You know that oh god, I've been here since fucking ten thirty, and the music is trash. And then mm -hmm. everybody feel like we doing some Kid Capri shit. You know, putting on <laughs> Kid Capri's opening DJ, and he's fucking trash. So Kid Capri can come in and look like a fucking superstar. Yeah. So you know, I mean, there's got to be a balance. The dynamic right? of the rooms has changed, though, right? Like, I yeah. feel like in the last five years, like you really got to work to keep the room for the like, yeah. first two hours. It got used to, to be like that, right? You could kind of like ease into the night before, right? Yeah. Like from ten thirty to eleven thirty, you could have a vibe. Because now you open the door at ten thirty, fucking, it's all these fucking people running the fucking club. And and it's, it's, yeah. it's always been like that, though. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's always been like that. Yeah. I think you know what? No, it started to get like that when you moved out here, like in oh okay. two thousand five, six. Yeah, because when I, when I used to do, we used to have opening up and close at Jet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had this big club at Jet, and I would open. And you know, I'm used to New York, and ten thirty, I'm, I'm trying to keep it sexy. Yeah. Right. I see everyone drunk, and I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta turn. You gotta it go up. in right so away. What we did was there was the art of like playing like older shit that used to pop, but I think around the two thousand tens, motherfuckers was like not trying to hear old shit. Right. Like there was a generation that didn't want to hear. It's not like now, I feel like now you can get away with older music. Yeah. Maybe because it's uh, post pandemic, motherfuckers was listening to older catalogs. Yeah. But like in the 2010s, it was like, why y'all playing this old shit? There's so much yeah. new shit out. Yeah. So then there was this like disparity on what to play. Yeah. And you can't play too much new, new shit. But you can't. You really couldn't no. even play the old. I, shit but I, I feel like it was, it was weird just, in the early 2010s. You really couldn't play no new shit because mm -hmm. a lot of new shit was popping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a new a new hip hop song would drop and it would pop. Yeah, a new EDM song would drop and it would pop. Around 215, it was like hit or miss. Mm -hmm. But hip hop was still hitting, so like openers would stay away from new music. Around 2017. It was like new music wasn't hitting as much. Yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. So I would have rather opened or played new music. Yeah. And then left the older anthems and hits for me. Yeah. yeah. So it's like as we started going towards 2020, it was like, yo, play play the new shit, because that's not really hitting. Like <laughs> Right. They they want you to play the new shit early now. And like, then, what the fuck? And then open to be like, yo, there's so much new shit out. I'm like, yeah, but which one's hitting? <laughs> right. Like right. which one's hitting? And then they'll be like, right. uh. And I'm like, right. yeah, exactly. Like. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you running all the old shit that works. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? So I was just like, so I think it, it kind of changed. Yeah. But I think openers are supposed to understand this and gauge. Yeah. But I think, I you know, and I could be wrong. I just feel like they, there was music directors that put everything together and coordinated everything and put it in check. And that started disappearing yeah. in the 2015s. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then from from then on out, it like completely changed. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I heard a lot when and, I, you know, when, I, when I wound up sitting in a lot of these meetings because you know I like do my own shit, my own events. But you know, when you start sitting in these meetings with these directors and you're talking to them, you know, they 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 they'll sit and they'll say like, you know, the DJ's not you know, making me dance and have a good time with my girlfriends early. Like, we came with our girlfriends. And I, I used to read the emails that we used to get at light, you know, about, you know, you know, DJ's not going in and making people have a good time because people that are there early might not want to stay until 2 o'clock. They might want to do the 10.30 to 12.30 and then, girl, we gone. We going home and go to sleep because we old. So they don't want to do the early, the late thing. So, you know, then, you know, that's when, you know, I started getting the emails like, man, we need you to start playing like you playing like you doing headlines yeah, we yeah. Have, instead of me having you know one headliner we won't have two we want you to just go ahead and do what you gotta do never gonna know he, he knows what he's doing so he'll be able to do it e-rock knows what he's doing he'll be able to do it go ahead jay just do it's what funny he says that because so. I've, I've even dealt with that at a couple of venues where like they'll come to me before the club opens they like look uh just go in at ten thirty. Yeah, it's okay if the songs get repeated by the by the headliner. We know who the headliner is. Blah blah blah. Like you know, don't take it any kind of way. Just do you. Just go in. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, because as a respect factor, mm-hmm. I just wasn't brought up that way. Yeah, you know what I mean. To do those, to just burn a crooked or a never. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't I didn't feel comfortable with that. So like, I it just kind of bothered me. But I understood the the business side of it. Why they might feel that way. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I got I got you know. I got in trouble for it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> but then, you know, but at, at the end of the day, you know, I start, you know, that's when, because I didn't have a good relationship, you know what I'm saying? It's a different when you have a relationship with somebody that I got pick up the phone and like, yo, you know, this was going on. This is what I need to do. This is what he said for me to do. Da, da, da. I was on the outside, you know, just trying to get in. So for me trying to do, I mean, do let's talk about that. You, yeah. you moved to Vegas mm-hmm. from Atlanta. I want to talk about, uh, Atlanta, definitely. You know? Yeah. But I want to talk about when you came to Vegas. You said you were coming to Vegas around 2011, 2012, but you moved yeah. here like uh, full time, yeah. 2013. Right. And then were you, were you trying to like crack into the scene? Nah. You know, <laughs> to be honest with you, bro, it actually had absolutely nothing with me being a DJ. Like you know, I lived in in Atlanta. Me and my kid's mom, because I was DJing at B13 and working at Club 112 in Atlanta. And 112 at close. I was DJing for Lil Wayne. Wayne went to jail. Wait, when was this? You were working at 112. What years? Um, I worked at 112 from 96 till shit when they closed. Like like 2010 is when they closed. Wow. 2010, wow. It's 14 years. Yeah, I was here for a long time. Oh, shit. That's yeah, crazy. I, I, yeah, I was I was the guy that went that got to the club at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> wow. and I played till eleven o'clock in the morning. So like you you were in Atlanta during the hate on one of the like the, would, would Freak, you say the golden yes Freak I remember being I remember my first time experience in Atlanta was two thousand four mm-hmm. maybe two thousand two or three and I remember yeah. um, get low just came out oh shit yeah. and I actually went to one twelve because my older sister at the time had just graduated college mm-hmm. and uh, she was in Atlanta partying and I, I flew out there it was the first time and. We ended up at 112, and I remember Get Low. I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. it was insane, bro. Like, I, I had play, never seen nothing like it. I used to play at a club. You know, we used to uh, get out that club at 3. I had to be at 112 at 3.30, and we'd be at 112 at 3.30 to like 11 o'clock in the morning. Really? I was so there 112 was after hours? Yes. Oh, you, I mean, no, they, they, they was open regular hours, but nobody would get there. I mean, it, it was open and, and only on holiday weekends. Holiday weekends, of course, it'd be slammed because ain't nobody trying to stay in that long-ass line. But, you know, you I would get there at 3 o'clock, and I'm telling you, the line is fucking, 
like crazy. And what were you playing? Like hip hop or house? All hip hop. All, all hip hop and reggae all night. And reggae. There was no reggaeton. There was no R and B. It was only hip hop and R and B and reggae. That's it. That's all I did. There was no dancing music. No, not, we ain't know nothing about that shit. I used to hear shit in the two thousands by Atlanta that no one danced. Like, no, no, that's not true. That's when everybody fucking when the, when, when the crunk era was hitting. That's when everybody was dancing. I heard that's when like no one was dancing. Like no. the girls would get mad that the dudes wouldn't dance. They would just like no. Head. They would just get crunk. Nah, nah. No? I mean, you know, everybody. I mean, it's so funny because that's why. I, it's so weird to me now because you know now what everybody doing. I mean, don't nobody want to dance. I mean, all the all the all the you know all the drug dealers are being real goofy right now. They want to stand around and just you know post and shit. But back then, you know, everybody was dancing. You know, that's why they did, didn't lean with it, rock with it, and and walk it out. Everybody was dancing. You know, it's funny. Like in the two thousands in New York, at like the hip hop clubs, mm-hmm. it would be like all hip hop. Yeah. There was like almost no dancing. Yeah, and then that was the beginning when I started seeing like show nightclub. At that time, I think I, f- I figured there was a there was a ball player, and then on one at one table, and then there was a like a drug dealer on another table, yeah. and they were having bottle wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was in like the early 2000s, 2003, and that's the first time I ever saw that. And the drug dealer embarrassed the ball player. I forgot who it was. So, probably Stephon Marbury. It was him. <laughs> no way. It was him. Yeah, because he was with the, he was with the Knicks at the time. Yeah, it was him, and he got embarrassed. That's crazy. Yeah, this dude outbought. Stefan Marbury, yeah, mm. and then the on, on top of that, had two stacks of like fives and tens, and threw them in the and threw them in the. Cl- it's the first time. Who I was the drug dealer? Do you know who? It was? I don't know who it was. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember like we were like we were like watching the shit, and I remember like all the money falling, and my boy was gonna pick up the money, that's, and I that's a no no. <laughs> right, like, don't, no, do don't do that. I was like, if you. <laughs> I was like, if you pick that shit up, I'm leaving. I'm right. Like, right. And I'm not talking to you. Like, yeah. 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 You know? And but I was watching that shit and it was the first time I ever saw that. I mean, I don't know if it it was that was the beginning era of that or if that you was know, happening I, way before. I the first time I seen the club was BMF. Like because, mm, you know, yeah, I, I, heard I, that I was shit, yeah. I was there before, you know, Jeezy and TI and everybody. So, you know, I mean, not before they were there, but I'm saying before they got big, but um you know, BMF is the only people I think. Let me think. That Wait, was year, really what in the year was that? What year was that? Like oh four, maybe. Shit, I don't know. I gotta go back and look. But that, it was like you know, we did. It's, it's we, we, I mean, I'm talking about these guys. Will come in the club with, like now you see everybody walking in with a bag of money and all that stuff. Now you see it's, it's right. nothing. Man, they used to come in. They used to battle with Diddy, with right? Duffel bags of just money and throwing yeah, it like it was crazy. nothing. Meech was a- they, Meech, Meech, I bought my first truck because of Meech. Really? Like, that's some, oh, yeah. Like wow, he, he He used to come and give so much money. And like I did a, I did like a few mixtapes with some artists. You know, the bad part about it, and I tell everybody, everybody's like, you know, uh, Drama did Gangsta Grills, and he was doing really good. But you know, the one that helped Drama was when he did the T.I., and they, they pressed up 250000 Thousand CDs, and we had to go to do Miami of more more day weekend. We went to Miami, and they gave them shits out. Just these CDs gave them all out. Two hundred fifty thousand, and that was gangster grills everywhere. And then he came back, and that's when he did the shit with Jeezy. 
I was like, get the fuck out of here. So he popped off in Miami is what yeah. you're saying. So that, yeah. you know, because me and John was playing the same club. Who Me, you're saying Meech and him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because me and John Meech was playing the same club. All right, man. Me you and get in trouble for this? You that Meech paid for drama's tapes? <laughs> oh, no, no. He, but he knew. I mean, everybody knew that. I mean, it's not yeah. like it's something. No, no, like it's we didn't cheap. know that shit. <laughs> no, Jesus and BMF, they yeah. used to run together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, public knowledge. But, um, you know, me and drama played in the same clubs. So, you know, and that's just being at the right place at the right time. And Meech was like, come on, we're going to press this shit up. We're going to Miami, about to fuck it up. And that's when I first time I ever seen Lamborghinis at all different colors. They used to call them Skittles. And they used to pull up in front of the club with every fucking club, every color of fucking Lamborghini. So it was yeah. the 04? This was in like an 04? It had to because Jeezy came out like 04, 05. So 2000. Yeah. It had to be somewhere around there, two, 2002, three or four. I mean, definitely there. in the 80s, they must have been balling the fuck out in night. Oh, yeah, like I pulled um, Rich. Rich, yeah, all them dudes, they was doing that. Just drinking out of champagne bottles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like throwing money Dapper in the club. Band, instead. Yeah. It, was, it was bigger than the rappers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's my first time ever getting a bottle from somebody. Where? When? When when BMF used to come. Like when they when they when the club only used to find out that these niggas walk, coming walk, to the club. Walk me through like all right. Give me the year and walk me through one of the illest nights you've ever had at one twelve or in Atlanta. The, the biggest night that we've ever had, you know, and I would like for me, I would definitely say one twelve for sure because, you know, we get to the club and you know, Tommy, his name is Tommy Williams. He's a, he used to be the owner of the club and he used to tell me like Jay, um, they bought out the bar. I'm like, who bought out the bar? He's like, you know, BMF bought out the bar. Meech came in here and just brought me $300,000. So they want everybody to drink for free. Jeez. Oh, shit. So you, <laughs> so for you to get in the club, you still had to pay. And it was $400 Wait, what year a was person. This? What year was this? This had to be. Uh, 0203. It had to be two or oh. You're saying $400 a person. So this must be a holiday weekend. No. No? No. <laughs> Saturday night, boys. <laughs> like, it, it was only, it was only, you, it was you, only you, night because I did. Yo, you know. realize that's like Hakkasan numbers? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's, that's, that's yeah. like Hakkasan. Well, we're talking 400000 You say 300000 to buy out and then $400 a head to get in. $400 a head to get in. But making 300000 in one night, that's like some Hakkasan excess yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, that, that's, and this is and what that was, was this And that was, that was pissing the toilet money. Like, we used to go there, and you go to the bar, and you were like, okay, I want a bottle of champagne. The waitress would be like, <laughs> walking so around like, I want, whatever a, you want I want a bottle, I want a bottle, I want a bottle of Hennessy. He's walking around like Nino Brown with a straw yeah. in the yeah. champagne. Dude, this is when, this is when, this is when, <laughs> hypno, this is when Hypnotic was out. You don't remember everybody drinking Hypnotic and Hypnotic and Hennessy? Yeah. Hypnotic Hennessy. 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 Yeah. Okay. So what is that? So that's 02, right? So it's had to be 0203. Okay. 0203. Yep. Just incredible hoax. Incredible hoax. Yeah, incredible yeah. hoax. Exactly. <laughs> that's my first time. I'm, I'm DJing. Oh. I'm DJing. So I'm thinking, you know, I used to get a waitress to bring me a drink or two, whatever. You know, I got friends that's buying bottles or whatever, but it's the first time that, you know, Meech, Meech walk up to me and was like, yo, here, Jay. And here's a bottle. It's a bottle of champagne. It's Perrier Jua Rose, the, pink, the fucking pink bottle. I didn't even know what the fuck that shit was. And ever since then, that was like, after that, that was like the major shit that everybody was drinking. We went, to, we went to Miami and R. Kelly was in front of me like this. Wait, like what? R. Kelly was in front of me like this playing on the piano. And I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the club. You know, DJing and he's playing the fucking piano, and they they fucking bought every bottle of Perrier UA the state of Florida had, and they did this party. Um, what was what's the what's the club on the on the far end of Collins, and um, it's indoor outdoor. What was the name of that club? Oh my god! You remember what that year club? was this? No. This was like the same time, like 02. 
You know, so what's the club before my it's on it's on it's like on second and in 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 Collins. It's all the way at the end of fucking where story is right now, no? Past story. It was past story. It was it's like you go in and it's indoor and outdoor. Like was it space? No, it's not space. Nah, space is still open. But anyway, that's what you know. That's the wait. And R. Kelly just was playing the. They paid for R. Kelly, like. You know, I, I've, yeah, I've, I've done some, of, I've done some of the craziest parts. You're moving through this really fast. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I know. Done, I just, I've, R. Kelly, I've done some of the craziest shit. I've done some of the craziest shit you got with He them. just said, I'm DJing. R. Kelly's playing the piano in front of me. Yeah. Explain the shit. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. How did we get here? So, <laughs> I just, you know, PMF. So, so, so they, they had, um, it's an indoor outdoor club in Miami. Um, it'll come to me out of nowhere, but it'll, it'll come back to me. But, um, they pay for R. Kelly to come. So it was me, DJ Clue, SNS, and Kid Capri. So we was all playing. So Meech was booked it, you. Was it Meech booked you? Yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, come to Miami. We're going come, to Miami. Come to Miami. We doing because they had all New York. So Mike Gardner, you know Mike Gardner. So Mike Gardner brought in SNS, um, Clue, and Kid Capri. So I have a question. Yeah. All right. Like a, like someone like Meech, right? Mm-hmm. Someone like him, a street pharmacist, right? Comes up to you, says, yo, we're going to Miami next week. How do you, what, what itinerary, how do you get a flight? How do you know your hotel? How do you do all, how do you ask him all of this shit? Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I knew uh, her name was Hannah. Hannah was his girl. So Hannah handled like everything for everybody. Like okay. anybody that was traveling. That was know, his or, administrative assistant. Yeah. So she handled everything. So, <laughs> okay. you know, she would call and be like, okay, fine. You know, everybody, you know, they, they shipping the cars down. Who wants to drive? Who wants to fly? Because everybody wants to take their own car. Okay, wait, how, the wait. shipping cars did. They were shipping cars. This yeah, before Florida. This before. This before. This before. No, bro. I'm dead ass. This before. This before Floyd was shipping cars. Did you watch the BMF uh, show? I did. Yeah. Did yeah. they even show any not, of this not, shit? They they, they, they're still in the eighties. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yo, we, Hannah. Well, we, obviously, we ain't gonna make it to the to this era, <laughs> right? Because Fifty lost the deal, right? Or he's he's not fucking with. No, Star no. It's no still more. they. It's they still gonna do it. They're yeah. doing a new oh, season. God. All right. So, so you know, they so shipping they, cars. They, they shipping cars. And they, so like, how did you want to travel? I wanted to fly. Like that's ten hours. I'm like, I'm not driving that ten hours. I mean, I did it before, you know, because I thought I was cool as shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm driving my fucking brand new truck that I bought and I was like god damn that shit fucking far as fuck yeah. driving from fucking Atlanta all the way down That's to Miami draining, that shit yeah. was fucking draining so he was doing a party so he was like fuck it you know I'm flying so this is the first time actually I'll be honest with you this is the first time I ever played with all three of those guys like I'd never played with Kid Capri before you know uh, because in the clubs in Atlanta they never booked Kid Capri SNS really yeah they never booked Kid Capri um, he would do special events but he never did like the right right club. right um, SNS. This is the first time I ever played with SNS, and then um, it was me, Clue, SNS, and um, and the Capri. So of course, you know they put them in the main room, right? Because it's, it's the one, it's the biggest club is, is outside. But Meech was like, "Yo, we having our party in the other room." So it was like another big ass room, but it was upstairs. You had to go upstairs, get to this room, and that's where R. Kelly was in that motherfucker playing on the fucking piano. He was just in there fucking around, and I was DJing. He was like, "Yo, play my song." You know, and this was um, R. Kelly yelled at you to you know, play a song. No, he didn't even yell. I mean, he was actually, he was actually cool as shit. You know, he was like whatever. You know, because he was supposed to perform and it was supposed to be down in the main room, but the piano couldn't 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 be down there. They already had the piano. What 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 era of R. Kelly is this? I'm trying to wonder. This Ignition. is this is this is twelve play. Twelve R. play. Kelly. Okay, okay. So you know, I mean, but like I said, I mean, he was cool as shit. So you know, that's how a lot of artists are. You know, it's usually they handle that assholes nine out of ten times. Artists, they're, they're, they're pretty cool as shit most, for the most part. They're handlers. They're the people that are around them are assholes. But, you know, 
That shit was my first time ever playing with those guys. <laughs> oh my god, it was cool. Jay Nice is gonna come on the BMF fucking show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said when I saw when I saw it. You know, I hit I hit Blue Da Vinci, and I was like, yo, they missed out on a bunch of shit. He was like, yo, yeah, they ain't showed none of the fights and niggas and getting their ass whooped by, by bottles in the club. They ain't saying they ain't say none of that shit. <laughs> so they missed all the they missed all the good. They put they picked and you know choose the shit. Of course, you know. So was was you uh, was you like Meech's go to DJ when he just went? Nah, it, no? actually, actually, it wasn't me. Um, it wasn't me. It wasn't drama. It was. Um, it wasn't Mars. What was the other guy name that was playing with us all the time? Um, it wasn't. Um, I forgot the other DJ was with it. It was a few DJs. Like you know, like he came to see me at one twelve in Chaos. It was a club in Atlanta called Chaos. Mm-hmm. Those are the two clubs I played at. I mean that he came to all the time because my Chaos was on a Monday. So you know, and then one twelve was Saturday. So then everybody else is you know, it's, it was a bunch of DJs in Atlanta. You know. So Nabs was really big. So once in a while you get the call to just go on yeah, the road. Yeah, so he'll, 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 he'll be like, yo, we're doing a party here. And, you know, we'll Damn. go. You know, but, you know, I, I've done that a bunch of times. I mean, I, that's how I started working with Shaq. That's how I started working with Floyd. You, you were doing um, Shaq's, like, all-star comedy jam thing that no, he would have when, when it was, like, nah, all-star weekend? <laughs> no, nah, nah? man. Like, it's funny because I, I worked with Shaq from 2000 to 2015. So what happened was, you were know, you for fifteen years? You were working with Shaq, yeah. just DJing with him. No, I was oh, DJing for him. I was the president of his entertainment company. But Wait, you did what? the comedy special before, right? Because I, I've, I did I've the seen. Special, I was yeah. like looking at the comedy special, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I did shit, two. That's Jay Nice. Actually, actually, I, I did DJ. two. I did two of them. <laughs> when you heard him drop, Jay Nice, Jay Nice. No, no, they showed him. They dropped also. They showed him like, oh shit, that's Jay Nice. How long you had that drop for, Jay Nice, Jay Nice? You know what? The funny part, bro, I had it forever. Yeah, I've had it since the line. I've been using that fucking drop forever. I haven't changed it. <laughs> it sounds like you've been. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so like there's some history it's so dated. behind it. Yeah, no, nah, it's funny. it doesn't sound dated. It just it's, sounds like there's history it, behind it's, it. It's funny because you know this is my first time using um my first time using Pro Tools. Like I never do. I never knew how to use Pro Tools. So I was talking into it, and I had said, you know, Jay Nice, just checking, you know, and it wound up. Having an effect on it, and I was like, "Oh shit, that shit sound kind of hot." You're like, "Give me that clue effect, Cluminati, Cluminati." You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> a story. And I, and I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I had it. But you know, to go back to me, you know, it's funny because 112 is what introduced me to Floyd and Shaquille. You know, at the same time, like it's funny because you know Shaq's cousin, his name is Mark Stevens. You know, he was always doing Shaq's parties, and he was like, "Yo, Jay, we doing a party." You know, they always did the events. Um, you know, during the NBA season, Shaq always did a party the day before. Um, any city they went to unless they had a back-to-back. And um, his cousin would always be like, yo, Jay, you know, we're doing a, a few parties. You want a DJ? And I'm like, all right, cool. And then um, it's like maybe 20, 20, 19, I mean, I mean, 1999 going into 2000, he hit me and was like, yo, I'm tired of you know, going on the road doing these parties, man. I'm just burnt out from it. And I'm like, yo, can I do it? And he was like, sure. You got the plug? I'm like, yeah, I got the plug. And, you know, I ain't had no plug. He's like, <laughs> I, like, I got a plug, I got plugs. I know DJs everywhere, I can get it done. But I was lying like shit, <clears throat> and I didn't know anybody. You know what I mean? I knew, I knew a few people, you know. I knew some kids, in, I mean, some DJs in New York and Miami and stuff like that, but I didn't know, like, San Antonio, Houston, and, like, some other, other places that the teams play in. And, uh, so what do you need the plug for? You because need- I had to call the club and, and, see book, if, and yeah. find a promoter that wanted to book, you know, Shaq to host a party. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the good thing about it, once again, I mean, it was fucking Shaquille. You know, so it wasn't like it was too hard. It wasn't like you had to, yeah, you were selling. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm trying to sell a fucking Volkswagen. Right, so, right, yeah. you know, it was kind of, it was, it was cool. But then, you know, after a while, you know, I started 
you know, doing all the events. And the, the, the percentage that I was getting was trash because I had to give, you know, my else. So I was like, fuck it, I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking book him to do the parties. So his cousin Mark would make sure Shaq got to the event. So during the day, I would handle all the business like this on the computer, handle all the business. And then I would go into the club, go DJ. You know, as soon as he gets there, I start DJing. So that's so how you were doing this for 15 years. Yeah. And you were juggling 112. 112. And wow. V103. And V103. Wow. What was busy. your role on the radio station? I was just a mix show DJ. Okay. So it was just me, Greg. I was doing Greg Street Show. Oh, uh, so me and Greg, you know, was on on the mix show. So then they had another radio station that opened up, and I moved and pivoted, you know, to another radio station. So, so you you've seen Atlanta change, right? How yeah. long were you like DJing in the clubs in Atlanta? Since when? When was the earliest? Ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety five. Ninety five. So he's out the free Nick, out the Freak Nick era. Yeah. Into like the Outcast Dungeon Family era. Yeah. Wait, I, I seen it all grow. When did the Freak Nick era end? Right around ninety five, right? It was like like Tupac and uh, that's the, yeah. that was the last one. Yep, ninety six. Yeah, like so, right when Biggie and them died. It's crazy. So did you do the last one? I did, did the last one. You did the last freak nigga. The last big freak nigga that was in Piedmont Park. Oh, I did shit. that, and that's when that's when who was performing? What was it? What was it? <laughs> dude? Pac, Big, what? You know the whole Bad Boy family, of course. Snoop, like everybody. Like Holy when I say shit. when I say it was like the biggest shit ever. Like everybody from Atlanta, like any artist that you ever thought of that was from Atlanta, everybody performed. It was the craziest. I've never seen that many people, and black people at that in Piedmont Park. I don't know if you ever been to Piedmont Park, but Piedmont Park is fucking huge. So it's like Central Park, you know, in New York. Yeah, it's fucking huge. So it's just like people, and it was crazy. That's, you know, that's fucking nuts, man. Wait, wait. So why did they shut it down? It was just too much, you know. It was. It got to the point where you know the highway was a party. Too yeah, many people I, were showing up. Yeah. Too many people, like because you could drive. I mean, you got North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama. You know, everybody that New can York, go to Tennessee, New York, New York is coming down real heavy. Yeah. All right, all right. So wait, <laughs> when, when, did, when did Freak Next start? Like what year? God, now that's that's a that's a good. I question. think it was like the late eighties, maybe ninety ninety one. Because I remember you know, Luke kind of put it on the map, right? Luke did it real. Yeah, yeah. Luke crushed it. It says uh, it was conceived in March of nineteen eighty two. Oh shit! Wow, really? In DC. Yeah. In DC? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Spelman College was the first one. So. Oh, that's that's Atlanta. Yeah, that's Atlanta. Yeah. Wait, so, oh wait, so it's been in Atlanta since eighty two. Yeah, it's been around. But it, it must have been different. It must have been like some. It was small. And then maybe towards the late eighties or early nineties, it just started. I mean, going crazy. you know, I mean, I think it really blew up when um when, when so so deaf oh. blew up. Like when when Jermaine really blew up, and Jermaine Maybe was like, too. "I'm putting on for my mm-hmm. city," and he's trying to start do. He started doing his own shit. He's like, "Yo, this is my city." You know what I'm saying? I'm doing. So I'm this doing must have been like ninety ninety two. So yeah. it was around here. So Jermaine don't don't play. Wow. Jermaine was like, "This is my city." So he started doing these major major events. Like you know, he was doing concerts, and actually, you know, he was one of the, one of the people to help me. He was like, "Yo, Jay, you know, you got to make yourself an asset. Stop fucking DJing for fucking a thousand dollars, where you can just do your own fucking shit and make fucking twenty thousand dollars." So that's when I really started trying to move a different way in reference to doing my own thing because I got tired of people trying to tell me that I'm I'm only worth. Their their budget, I'm like no, I'm fucking worth more than your budget, you know. So that's why I bitch and complain. When, right when did he tell you about that? This was, this has to be twenty. This has to be twenty, maybe like twenty, two thousand five or six. Two thousand five or six. Yeah. So Jermaine came to me one day because I did Usher's um wedding reception. So really, 
Yeah, I've done a lot, bro. I just don't tell everybody because I don't know why. I just never been that kind of person, bro. I've, I've done a whole lot of shit. And um, we can't. Know, fool, is that, I mean, you should put it on the internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, should. <laughs> you should at yeah. least have a bio. Yo, I go front. I go front when Jay Knight used to tell me like he knew this person, that person. I'd be like, this nigga's lying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie. Lying, every, everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody. You know, a lot of entertainment directors didn't believe me. They was like, yo, you don't know this person. You don't know this person. I'm like, what do you fucking? I fucking know everybody. You know, and it's so yeah. funny. Everybody asks me. You know, I'm I'm not gonna tell my age that day, but I'll tell you one day on private. But you know, I'm old. I used to be Biggie's DJ. It was me and Clark Kent. Wow, man! Really? Are you the one that he threw the bottle? No, that was Clark <laughs> no, Kent. That was no, that wasn't. That was um, rest in peace, um, DJ. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, he was uh, down with Flets. Yeah, um, Flets um, boy. Um, 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 he just passed away. What's his name? He kind of looked like E40. I can't think of his name. Um, uh-huh. Oh, Big Cap. Yeah, Big Cap. Yeah, Big Cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the one so, that Biggie threw the bottle at. Yeah. So, you, you know, I wait, was. Wait, around. how did you hook up with Biggie? It was crazy, bro. Why do you, yo, you're like throwing all this shit out of Because like, you know, <laughs> I, I thought you knew. I mean, like, no, no, I can tell you. No, no, no. Like, I can show you a picture. You, I still, you just I still, said you don't tell nobody. I still, the, only, the only thing I know I is. I a picture in my phone. I, I, the only thing I know is I walk in and this dude's going ham in, in the club and I'm like, man, I got to follow this shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because, you know, you know, me and Diddy went, I like Diddy went to Morgan. I mean, Diddy went to Howard. Yeah. And I went to Morgan. Morgan State University in Baltimore. So, oh, okay. So that's how Diddy and I, you know, we wound up throwing parties because I was throwing parties at, at, at my school at Morgan. He was doing parties at, really? at Howard. 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 Yeah. But, you know, he was he was fucking Mary J. Blige, Diddy. And I'm just Jay Nice, the fucking college DJ. So, but, you know, I knew all the fraternities and all the sororities and everybody. So we wind up. You know, all the, you know, college, you know, all the sororities. So I was doing all the parties for all the sororities. So oh, that's how, shit. So every time he came, no. <laughs> every time he came, every time Howard played Morgan for homecoming, wow. we did a party. What did he just show you? A picture? Yeah. That's insane. That might be yeah. the cover. What is the picture? <laughs> Yo, this shit, is, this shit is ill, bro. What is the picture? It looked like a damn album cover. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, so I, that's how I got plugged. And then um, Hawk Burns, which was Biggie's road manager, was cool with this guy named Jarrell Allen in Atlanta. And... I wanted to be in close to them, and they was like, yo, Biggie about to go back on the road, and he needed a DJ. I think this was right when um, Big Cap had got fired. Mm-hmm. I think he got fired, and then they brought in um, Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. And then, um, so he brought in Clark Kent. So Diddy was like, yo, I need a party DJ, because Clark Kent was a DJ, but he wasn't a party DJ. And Diddy was like, yeah, let's do the He party. might take offense to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, <laughs> Diddy I, I mean he might be, not, I mean, he might be, you know, he might be, you know, more now. But I'm saying, like, when, when, when Hawk gave me a chance, he was like, yo, I don't want you to do all the parties. So I was like, yo, fuck it, let's go do all the parties. So I'm like, yo, fuck it. Then I had a, I think I had like two or three dates I had to be, you know, on stage. So this is like the first ready to die yes. time. Damn. Yep. And then did it stop after that or did it continue with, uh, when no. he, was it about to continue? Like, when did you when guys? He, when he, you know, when he passed away, you know, I was in actually, I, I, I was in Atlanta. I was supposed to be in L.A. I was supposed to be in L.A. So you were running awards. with Bad Boy and yeah, Bad this the one whole did, time. Yeah, this one Diddy was trying to do Bad Boy South because remember, oh yeah, you know, yeah. He, oh he, yeah, yeah, he, he had ball, up, MJG. Yeah, and he was setting up Bad Boy South, so that's what Jeezy came out because Jeezy got signed. Oh yeah, under to Bad uh, Boy Boys South. in the Hood, Young, young Jock, mm-hmm. Young Jock, and everybody got signed. So you know, he was setting that up, and then um. You know, I was in Atlanta at the time because they were like, yo, we going out to L.A. for the award show. And he was like, you want to go? I'm like, no, nah, I want to go. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stay here. 
Because I mean, if I'm, not, if, not, if I'm not making no money, fuck, I'm going to go for it. You know, I don't want to go. So you didn't want to go because there was no money. In it was no money involved. Like, but I don't want to go. Did you feel any tension? No. I mean, you know, they was, that was going through this. I mean, I mean, that shit was big back then. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, we were in Atlanta. Atlanta didn't give a fuck about none of that shit because it had nothing to do with the East. Like, Atlanta had nothing to do with the East or the West. But it was so Dirty wait, South. At, at the it, time, Atlanta wasn't really popping. You, you yeah. just had outcasts. Yeah. Right. So it was all Dirty South shit. So we didn't give a fuck. You know, so what, what, for you, what were you guys, were you guys leaning towards the West, East Coast, or you guys weren't on any? Nah. I mean, to be honest with you, we, it was real, um, was it, it was real neutral. Because you was know, it, it serious to y'all? Or was it funny to y'all? Or what was it like? It was. It, it wasn't because you know a lot of people from New York, of course, live in Atlanta, and a lot of people from LA lived in Atlanta. So, but at the end of the day, it was the dirty South, and I, that's all everybody cared about. I, I, the music that was played was you know we playing all our shit down here, and then you know we we'll play some New York shit, we'll play West Coast shit like just minimal. It wasn't even a lot of West Coast shit that we really? wanted to listen to in Atlanta. It was it, we had too much music, and R and B was popping. You know what I'm saying? So everybody that uh, it was R and B that was down there. So you know we didn't we didn't get involved in it. So that's why it yeah. didn't even affect everybody. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. So we so the, everything kind of ended when Biggie passed. No, nah, yeah, Biggie passed. When Biggie passed, it was kind of you know a little rough for you know for a minute, and then um. So you, you were know, the you were the go to party DJ for all like what the Biggie Junior Mafia all no, this shit. Uh-uh, no, uh uh-uh, because it was um, DJ Four Five. He was DJing for Junior Mafia. You mm-hmm. know DJ four five, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He was DJing for Junior Mafia. So me and him, you know, would, you know, do the parties and stuff like that together. So he would be on stage or if he didn't have something else to do, then you know, I would fill in for him like I think I I filled in like a few few days for him because all, all of us were on tour. It was a whole bad boy tour. So, so did you uh, know Cypher Sounds around the yes, time? Yep. Oh shit. Yep. Okay. Because he was so, Kim's DJ. Yep. So, you know, that was the whole bad boy tour. And then when that stopped, you know, then I was I was in Atlanta. I was like, yo, fucking, I'm, you know, just going to stay here and do what I got to do. And then that's why I wound up meeting Teddy Riley. Teddy introduced me to fucking Keith Sweat. And I wound up DJing for uh, Queenpin. She really? Right. <laughs> she's from Atlanta, right? Or am I no, she's from New York. That's right, okay. <laughs> so I wound up DJing for Queenpin. Who was of, she signed to? I'm trying to cut you off. She was um, signed to Universal because she had to deal with... Um, uh, what was Teddy's label at the time? Man, man what is it called? Um, uh, oh, uh, what the fuck was Teddy's label called? I forgot what it's called. Something Never's like. getting rusty. He remember. I know. He's, I know. Sure. <laughs> because that's when Rum Shaker. Man, man with the piano. Some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Because Rum Shaker was out. Okay. That was on MCA. That was on MCA. Yeah. Okay. So that was. Um, I need that. Know. See, I still got. It. <laughs> so that's you know because he had a, he had a nightclub. He had a night because Keith Sweat had a nightclub. It's called Industry in Atlanta. So. I was DJing and Teddy Riley was in there because he was recording. Was it with man behind the piano. Man behind the piano. And, <laughs> and that bothered never. He was. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you still got it. You still, still got it. it. So he was in town, you know, recording with with um, with uh, Keith Sweat because you know Keith is from Atlanta. So yeah. Well, he moved before, to Atlanta. Yeah, so he he fucking and Queen Pen Queen Pen was recording. <laughs> not Queen Pen. I'm not I'm not laughing because of what you're saying. I'm loving it never. I'm just like it, I just I don't know how we go from like you know from like Jeezy to like Biggie to yeah. like, to R Kelly to R Kelly <laughs> to yeah. BMF Beach, BMF yeah. to you know Diddy Junior Mafia and it's it's crazy because everybody everybody sitting and they ask me you know and they ask me you know how do I know everyone and you can ask everyone like I've I've always been 
the kind of person like you know I, I meet you've people. been around you've, I've been around yeah, for you've a been long around. time I'm OG in this business everybody don't understand I just be quiet and we're still stuck in the 90s we haven't even hit the 2000s yeah. <laughs> right. right you know what I'm saying so I DJ for a lot of artists bro like you know Ashanti I got that shit you need, on some to, you need to write a book Wayne. or something yeah. yeah DJ for Wayne like I got fired DJing for Lil Wayne <laughs> what, what, what happened with that what time was that <laughs> this was right before he went to jail remember he went to 2010 jail. no ceilings 2010 when he went to jail so I was DJing for him for like a whole year I was pressing the wrong buttons on a, on an instant replay machine. <laughs> oh, he used to kill he used to kill DJs off. Yeah, but no, nah, I mean he had fire, and I forgot I forgot the DJ. My man Maceo Price actually, you know, I love Maceo because he hooked me up with so many fucking artists to DJ for. But um, um, fucking, I was pressing the wrong button, bro. I was like, he's always be like, yo, at the end of this set, play, press this button, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I got fat ass fingers, so I pressed the wrong fucking button, and I did that shit in a major show, and he got fucking pissed, and then um. I think my last my last show with Wayne was uh, Voodoo Voodoo Fest in um, oh, yeah. in uh, New Orleans. <laughs> I DJ Voodoo Fest, and it was like you know hundred thousand people out there for this shit. So this is and, after the Carter Three. Yeah. Wait, and, uh, how did you went, link up with Little Wayne? Just at one twelve? Nah, Maceo Price. Like Maceo got man. Listen, this guy. Um, if you ever look him, his his thing his his thing's called Skyballer. Maceo Price is the engineer in sound tech for so many major, major artists. Like, he's another person that, like, if people don't know, you're never going to know. But he he plugged me with so many fucking people. Like, I DJ for, I got Ashanti because of him. I got a little Kim because of him. I got um, Will Wayne because of him. I just got out of the world DJing for Yo Gotti. He did that for me. So it's like, you know, he he helped me with so many artists. Like, you know, Jay, I just need you to go. And do what you do. Like he already knew that I was a party DJ. He's like, "Yo, it's easy. Just come in here, get this little check." You know, it DJ. sounds very. It sounds very similar to like a active. Like active is like mm-hmm. kind of the go to uh, DJ for like big celebrities, cer- yeah. like certain live acts, and mm-hmm. you know, and hip hop and R and B. You've been man. doing the same thing. I didn't really know that you did all that. Yeah. So you were <laughs> on the road with with Ashanti. Yeah, I was on the road with Ashanti during whatever, on, whatever. God, was this. this was um. God, I got I got to look back and look at my my date and time, but you know I I but quit you, this I quit that one. They quit it. I hated it. What? Why? Because like Earth. you know, no, nah, it wasn't even that. But because like she <laughs> why would, she why would you go, shit on her. She, she would go because <laughs> that documentary just came out. And, she and, would go. So, so was this this during the Murder Inc. era? This during Murder Inc. era, she would fucking sit. She would go to and stay in the fucking Ridge Carlton and put us in the fucking. Holiday Inn. As y'all should be. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm fucking queen of R&B. I, I fucking hated that shit, bro. Like, she being in limo, oh, we be in a white van. Like, I, I was like, fuck this shit. Because I was already, you know, DJing, doing my own thing. And I was like, It wasn't her. It was probably Earth Goddies. Yeah, It wasn't really her. It was her mom. Her mom was like, yo, we keeping all the money here. Like, even her stylist and everybody in the fucking, in a nice fucking, we in a, a white passenger van. Like, we fucking kidnapping kids and shit. And we like. Fuck out of here! I hated this shit. It was bro. really that bad. It was it bad. Was, really, Wayne. Wayne was bad too. Really. Yeah. I mean, it was only only reason Wayne was bad because I got fired. <laughs> if I didn't get fired, it wouldn't be that bad. So Wait. who was who was your favorite? To, um, oh, big hands now. Oh, How big. was big? I mean, he's the nicest person in the world. Dude. Really? Like, he was the coolest shit. He was oh, the coolest man. person. I still remember like it was yesterday. Like, like no one has shit. anything ever bad to say about uh, Biggie. He was cool. Uh, you know, he was cool. Shaq was pretty. Shaq has been cool. Like I've worked for him for so many years. That was the best job I've ever had in my life. And then, um, where, you know, where do you Kanye's where do you come up in the height of Shaq? Like where are you? On? Shit, are you a tall motherfucker? Shoulder. <laughs> I think I come to like his chest. 
<laughs> He's yeah. what, 7'2"? Seven, 7'2", seven? Seven, seven. Three, three, 60, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. how it would feel like working for somebody. Fucking diesel. Yo, bro, I, looking at him. I DJ with Shaq one time. I, I came to like his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, come, we come around here. But I you know, like, about a lot of people, like I'm mad, I'm mad about that shit now because now, you know, he getting all his fucking flowers. I'm not mad about the DJ shit because he did because me and Ari taught him how to DJ. You taught him how yeah. to I was going to ask you that. Me I was going to ask if you. Me and Ari. Irie, like from yeah. Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Irie. Yeah, Irie. Mayor of Miami, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you started away. What do you mean you and him taught him? Because like me you working. guys had a chalkboard and you guys nah, were because, like, <laughs> nah. He's a four like, you know, one, because, you know, he always did music, you know, because of the fusion. Yeah, yeah, he had the yeah. Um, Twisms. Yeah. So, Wait, what's up, Doc? Already. What's up, Doc? So, right. can you rock? <laughs> what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> We, right, didn't he, need, he, we didn't need you to sing it. it was, <laughs> I just remember because he performed it on Arsenio Hall when I was a kid. <laughs> well, so, he had a, and you he loved has, that shit. You were like, I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> so Irie, you know, he's you know he had a place in Orlando, the big ass crib. So I didn't I, know that. No. I, when I, I, started, I was a when I started working. Now we know. When I started, we know. When, I started, when I started working with him, you know, he already had all the studio stuff in the crib. So when I used to go to the house. You know, his house big as fuck, but I always knew where the basketball court was in the studio. So I'm like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go to the studio. And he had DJ equipment, so I was in there just always fucking around, you know. So uh, you DJ. would just stay with Irie? No, 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 this is a shack house. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, sorry. Orlando, sorry. Magic. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, you I know, thought you were talking about Irie. Yeah, no, 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 no. About Irie. So, I'm like, damn, that's... Irie doing... <laughs> I, 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 I was doing it that big. Oh, Irie, Irie got a big ass house in mind. Irie I know you killed it. I didn't know yeah. you had another house yeah. with a ball court and all this shit. Oh, no, no, And no, then no. he was just... <laughs> he's just housing DJs. <laughs> right. So... So one day I was in there, I was in there fucking around, and he already had the equipment because he used to sample. Yeah, you yeah. know, so he already had the equipment. He had the Pioneer, you know, the the nine hundred, mm-hmm. and he had two CDJs. So I used to go in there, and he's want to practice. And first thing motherfuckers want to do, like nigga, no, learn how to fucking. And his palm record. is like the size of the table. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I used to sit there and like do a bunch of lists, a bunch of songs, and he'd say, "Yo, teach me." So I did a bunch of songs here. Just learn how to blend them. So I would walk away, you know, but you can hear it. I walk away and then come back and like, yo, you fucked that up. Do that shit again. So we used to, just that's how I did. And then he wind up, we did a bunch of shows. I, I booked him for a bunch of shit. He DJed a bunch. And then he came one day and I booked him at um, Chateau, which is actually his yeah, club. Yeah, that's where I DJed with him yeah. at Chateau. So, oh, here yeah. in Paris? Yeah. 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 The yeah, Paris Vegas. Hotel. That's, yeah. That, that's, that's his yeah. club. He owns it. Oh, that's Shaq's club? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hex. Wait, wait, wait. Shaq, Shaq owned Paris? I mean, uh, the Chateau? Yeah, Chateau, Hex. You know, Hex used to be Sugar Factory. The, the, right now, yeah. There, yeah. So the Kim Kardashian, the whole Sugar Factory thing, it was all the investment group in them. Shaq is a part of So he owns that. Is Chateau yeah. still open, right? Or is it closed? It's no, still it's open. open. I think it's still yeah. open. It's still open, huh? Yeah, it's, it's actually, you know, a funny part, I talked to um, Steve Kennedy the other day. They're making more money down than they did when they had GA. Because now, only way you can get in is if you have a table. Mm-hmm. So if you don't book a table, you can't. But which it's, is crazy. It's, they have that priceless view, right? Yeah. In yeah. The Chateau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Chateau is a club. When did that shit open? Like, it's been open since like uh, maybe 2007. Mm-hmm. Really? Eight. It was something yeah. else no, before Chateau. Old. though. I, I it was risque. Yeah. Damn. It was risque. Yeah. Damn. Nevison. You're over two today. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So it was okay. It was risque, and then it was Chateau. Then the Chateau yeah. moved. In. Yeah. But what it's known for is that it's like. And I'm gonna say it opened like in 2011. 2000. Yeah, I yeah. think that's right. Yeah. I remember when the outdoor, mm-hmm. the inside was popping. I remember they was out. they were so desperate for like people to just go. They would mm-hmm. offer never. They would offer us free tables. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
and we would just go, but they had this ill view on the rooftop, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they had the Eiffel Tower right from up the pipe. Right yeah. it. So it's everyone good. wants to be like right, right where the there. Eiffel Tower is and all yeah. of that and shit. Across the street, yeah. Bellagio, yep. I believe. Yeah. Right across yeah. the pool. But on a summer out. night, yeah. that place would be dope because it would be like nice out. You it know looks mean? really nice, yeah. But was the outside always open? Because I've never yeah. seen the outside. Yeah, it was always open. It was, always it was open. huh? Yeah. It was a second floor, as they called it, because the first floor was inside. You know what I'm saying? Because the inside was really popping, remember? The inside was, and then if you catch the elevator, go upstairs. That you can go upstairs to the to the and now the now the inside the first level is beer park is beer park you know. the uh, restaurant oh. where you can like sit and eat on on the, have a view of the strip and mm. then and the second level is all just the night like nightlife yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting I didn't know they did that change yeah yeah well it's really it's it's really smart because everyone is literally going to that club for that picture that of the Eiffel Tower yeah yeah so if it's like if you want that picture you got to buy a bottle mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so now, now it becomes more exclusive yeah and yeah. the picture means more mm-hmm. because it's like we had to get this reservation <laughs> yeah and, and it's crazy they make it more money but they want to pay the DJs less money that's just crazy I'll never play there again you have a, like a big problem with some of the operations <laughs> in Vegas right Man, it's just you know, because you, you know, you've got come, decades of experience from the past. Right. I just you know you just come from a place where you know when someone tells you that you can't, that I'm the person who say okay, I'm 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 going to do it because they said I couldn't do it, you know. And it's always like you know I, I always looked at the strip and no disrespect to anybody's nationality, I was looked at the strip like God, it's only like five black DJs like in Vegas that are actually on the strip that are working, never. Miles, myself, Q, Q, direct, direct, Kid Conrad, Kid Conrad. How many is that? Six, six, six. I can name some more. Dash. Okay. Um, so, but I'm looking like you know. And wait, I, wait, we we got to really think about this. Mike, well, Mike attack. Mike yeah. attack. We got to be Mike careful because we gonna, we gonna forget to say somebody. Wait, I think that's the core. That's wait, it wait, right there, though. Well, let's say wait, wait, wait. There's got to be definitely more, but. You know, we apologize yeah. if, if we're missing any. That's yeah. like a good eight nine. Shadow red. Shadow yeah. red. You know, it's a good eight nine. We said yeah. Q, right? Yeah. 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 That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not bad. It was a fucking. Yeah. I mean, let me count how many Asian DJs there are in Vegas. One. <laughs> five. It's two, more. It's five. More. MK. It's money. CLA. CLA. MK. Kitty. Kitty. Yeah. Who else? Um, I mean, there's definitely more. There's more. Chris Cut. All right, All right man. Well, yeah. I get but your you point. Know, I get your so, point. So, you know, so when I, it's always, you know, they just felt as though that, you know, if you're not, if you didn't come, or you wasn't in here when everybody was either a bar back, you know, a bar yeah. manager, or, you know, you grew up with them and now they're entertainment directors, you don't know them. So for you trying to come in, it's just like, it's, it's, it was yeah, hard. That's kind of, I mean, it, it, there is, it is weird in Vegas because I think also like I've spoken to a lot of people and I've been here for like what fifteen plus years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ego in Vegas. Oh yeah, for sure. Like more than I don't know how Atlanta was. Yeah, but, but see, there, there's but see, a lot of ego in Vegas. But see, that's the problem. Like I get that too. Everybody's like, you know, some ego shit. Like nigga, I'm never on ego. I'm really just real chill. So if you knew me and you had a chance to sit and talk to me outside of me being at the club, or if you didn't ever had a, like a conversation with me, you would never know. Like. I'm the most humblest person in the world. Like, I don't bother nobody. I'm real chill. Like, I just go and do my job, and that's it. You know, I book a lot of talent in Vegas, and a lot of people don't know that. Like, I'm, I'm real quiet because the more I tried to book talent, the more that they would hate on me because they were like, you know, a lot of the club owners were like, you know, what we need you for because we have an entertainment director. That's his job. But I'm like, I'm bringing you shit that he don't know. You know what I'm saying? So then they, they would get mad, you know, because then, like, you know, I'm not going to book him because if he comes in and he got the plug with everybody, then 
I'm gonna lose my job. So, you know, I was getting a lot of pushback from a lot of people. So a lot of artists, a lot of talent, I book and I stopped putting my name on, you know, because I just wanted to check and said, fuck it. Like JD kid said, my kids can't eat them plaques. So the only thing I wanted was just to check. So I would book the artist and I would either, if they don't book me to DJ, I would sit back and chill. You know, I think him and I got into a, not him like personally, but <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't his fault at all. But you know, so we got D Miles. Yeah, we got into. What did a, you do? Um, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Because what you get? What you do? D? He didn't nah, do anything. It was because of um, at OTR, right? At OTR because was it was. Um, oh, it was, yeah, I want to hear. It was actually it was, it was Wale. Was it a was it a fight weekend? It was no, it was Wale. <laughs> yeah, but it was a fight weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so what happened? Nice. Was, yeah, set this up nice. I want to so, hear this. You know, <laughs> it, it's so funny because you know I had been talking to Eddie about. Signing on Eddie McDonald Eddie McDonald To sign on to Mac Agency Right Yeah Him and I had been talking to him I was like okay cool Let's figure it out He's like, Eddie, Eddie McDonald uh, Founder owner of Mac Agency Yeah, yeah. So he was like okay Jay You know I'm, I'm gonna start Getting you some dates or whatever da, da, da. I'm like alright cool So I used to always hit him And ask him the different stuff But see Eddie He knew I think he knew about me Because he asked John uh, About me But he didn't Know exactly what else I do Besides being a DJ Because yeah. the DJ shit is nothing We do the shit with our eyes closed you know, so I, had I don't know up. about that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we, we, we've been doing it for so long, right, right. you know, we don't, we don't, you know, stress about it. So, you know, I had Wale is my man, you know, I've known him for years. So Wale and his manager hit me. He was like, yo, Jay, we're going to be in town for the WWF. Um, and, you know, we look for somebody to, 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 um, to host a party. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me make some phone calls for you. So I had called. And spoke to a few people, spoke to a few promoters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And spoke to On The Record. I've never done business with On The Record forever in my life. But I reached out to my boy Neil that I do my concerts with, partner. He knew the GM and everybody over at um, On The Record. So we wound up booking <coughs> Wale for, this, for the event. But we didn't go through <coughs> Mac Agency. Yeah, We went straight through MGM, GM. And that's and, the thing, Eddie promoter. didn't know that. He's- Eddie didn't know that. So, you know, when it was time for, you know, me to go, because they said, okay, fine. They booked me. They paid me to DJ. And I Who got, paid you? Wale? It was, it, was a, it was a promoter that wound up doing it with okay. uh, MGM and and on the record. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they paid me to DJ. So I was like, okay, cool. So I really was chilling. You know, I, So I, from the information you got from the promoter, you were going to DJ or headline and then- No, actually, I was only supposed to play- for one hour, because that's all I wanted to play. I said, I'm going to play it. They got four DJs. I mean, I know he was DJing, and then um, Wale had his DJ with him, yeah, yeah. et cetera. So I was like, okay, fine. Who was the opening DJ tonight? I, forgot. I don't remember. I forgot it was opening DJ yeah. tonight. So it was like, his mad DJs. I'm like, yo, fucking. So I wasn't going to DJ. I'm like, now I got paid already. I'm not fucking DJ. I'm going to sit right here in my VIP section and sip on this bottle. But he was like, yo, I paid you. I need you to go DJ. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So let me go and go DJ. So I went and played, you know, and then... um. I had to tell him, so he was just like, "Yo, what the fuck, what the fuck, man? I don't know fucking about this, you know." So I was like, "Bro, <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, is that what you yeah, said? yeah." He was, he was, he was, he, he had like, a, he had a bunch of drinks. So sounds about me. <laughs> so he was like, "I don't know the fuck about this. I don't know what the fuck." What the fuck. So you know, so <laughs> I, had, was, so was, I, I, I feel like I feel like this. I, first of all, I didn't know that he was even aggressive like that because I was like, "Oh shit, Lord, let me move out the way." I'm like, "Yo, dude, I'm sorry, bro. It's like it's not even, it's not even me." So I, I had to go yeah. to him because he. Because I, I think that like he had he had his family with him and everybody was around yeah and I was trying to get set up and I was asking everybody you know excuse me can you move he, he was like yo it's my fucking family leave them alone and I was like 
I think it was your brother. No, no, it was it was it was my it was my, my cousin. Like your cousin? Because we we went to the Pacquiao fight. There. It was my cousin. It was my, my I think my aunt. I had like, I had a, I had a few family members. There. So I so mind you, I'm just trying to get my laptop set up. You know, I'm chill. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go in here do my little you know hour, and I'm done. You know, what I'm saying so he was like, I know nothing fucking about it, and you know, so he 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 was pissed off. So I I, I had to put, pull him to the side, and yeah. I apologized to him. No, he I did. said, bro. I apologize. It wasn't. It's not me. I just came because they paid me to be here. So I once, did, once to clarify, once he explained, I was like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, he pulled out that laptop. I was like, What you doing? Right. <laughs> like, 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 nigga, get the fuck up out of here. What the fuck you doing? Nigga, this ain't this ain't fucking light. <laughs> so you know, I, you know what? That would be a great prank to do. Just go around the city and go to the, <laughs> open the laptop. <laughs> like, just go to. Just go around the city with your backpack and go to motherfuckers' gigs and be like, Yo, what up? What up? <laughs> And then, like, Mike attacks DJing, you just start whipping out your laptop. <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, so it's funny because after I apologized to him, you know, I, I, I did my little bullshit, and then I went and sat back down. And then next thing you know, I get a phone call, you know, um, from this girl that had helped me meet Eddie. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yo, Eddie don't want to work with you ever again. <laughs> I was like, fuck four. So he's like, well, because you went on and you DJed and it wasn't authorized. But I'm like, wait a minute, bro. I didn't ask the DJ. They asked me to fucking DJ. So I'm like, I'm just doing what they asked me to fucking do. I could have sat. Trust me, I I didn't care because I knew it was a bunch of DJ. I didn't have to DJ. Right. So I went and met with Eddie because I had told Never about it first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I. So Never, you knew about this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knew. I knew, yeah. <laughs> and I but went. But you never told D? I don't think no, no, he, no. Afterwards, after yeah. it all went down, that's yeah. when I found out what had going on. So then I went to met with Eddie, and you know he was. He <laughs> I was, was like, just, I was thinking, never knew all about this, but didn't. He wanted to watch the car crash. <laughs> <laughs> right. Basically, he, never was a, off to the side like this was his arm crossed. From a distance, like, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be good. This is gonna be a good one. <laughs> so we'll talk about this on a podcast. <laughs> so then Eddie was like, I, you know, he'll never want to work with you again. So I'm like, okay, cool. So wait, you and Eddie, are you guys have have you guys talked? We haven't talked since then. Really? I, I went and explained it to him, like Eddie, this is what happened. I can show you the contract. I can show you the fucking the fucking money that they paid me, bro. Like, what do you think? I'm just going. I'm like a rogue DJ. I'm just going to walk up and start DJing at somebody's gig. Like that is fucking crazy. Like, can, I, can I be honest with you though? When D told me that you came and you just said like yo I'm DJ like you like I'm DJ now, I was like that that's something I could picture Jay Nice doing. <laughs> no, that's a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> but I, 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 I can picture that. Like, yeah, I was gonna walk up. Like, we your shit. We your shit. Like yeah. get the fuck out of here. Nah, like, this is my gig. Right. Like he, right. he literally he, he pulled up And he showed me The flyer and everything And I was like Yo I'm just now Seeing this I ain't yeah. seen this shit I'm like bro I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not I was disrespectful like, wait, bro wait, Was this before After you were like Fuck that Fuck that No no like, no When he started Pulling out the laptop <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he was like Yo like I knew while I was, was Performing Because one of the hosts Had said it eventually And I was like Okay that's cool And then <laughs> It was just so much going on, and I'm still trying to concentrate. Wait, what's DJ? the first thing that came to your head when he pulled out the laptop? Fuck you, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I was I was so confused. You know, like, you know I feel like that's a, that's a real good way I, you know, to fuck somebody's head up. No, yeah, yeah. because I, it either means you're getting pulled 
Yeah. Right? It could mean you're getting pulled. Yeah. Yeah. That you're not doing a good job. You're not doing a good yeah. like and they had to bring someone else to DJ. Yeah. yeah. In, in his defense, he was like, yo, like Wale's about to perform. Yeah, so I think do, he thought I was set. DJing yeah. for Wale. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it, you know, it came. But I told him I like I'm only playing for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then Wale DJ like pulled up like like soon as I started DJing. Yeah. So, you know, that it just it, it was just it was just a hot. So wait, see, is his his story accurate? Very. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And then the next time I've been back, I ain't been back since what? Nas? I think I did Nas and that was it. Wow. So you and Eddie, uh, you know. You yeah, guys- I mean, but you know, it was funny because I didn't do anything wrong. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when we first initially talked about working together, yeah. you know, I sat there and said to him, you know, okay, cool. You know, tell me about how you how you do business and, you know, how much you pay and how much the venues pay, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, okay, I'll see what I can do. So he was telling me. Like these conversations prior to, like, okay, I can see if I can fit you in here, but I don't got nothing for you right now. I got something for you in fucking I mean, Eddie's, October. Eddie's good and people. This was like, this was like June. He's like, I got something for you like in October. I'm like, October. Yeah, but Eddie, 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 Eddie's good people. Yeah, Eddie McDonald's I, good people. I, I, I never had nothing like, uh, still to this day. This I, sounds I have no like Ill feel. this is I, like miscommunication. It definitely it, was exactly, yeah. exactly. But you know, as me being a man, I went to him. <laughs> yeah, apologize and say, right. hey, bro, I'm sorry, it was a miscommunication. I don't, I, I don't understand why the GM. Didn't talk to you, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because you are in charge of the the, 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 DJ, the book and, and the it DJ. still wasn't all good. And you know, and I talked to him, and you know, I thought I thought we was good, but then you know, I, it came down, you know, from you know people saying that he didn't want to work with me anymore. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> oh my God. And it's like, and I, you know, what I'm saying you get caught in the middle of shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's but why, that, like a lot you know of times people hear that. And that like, happens a lot in Vegas. Yeah. Like I I I swear to God, there's like three or four <laughs> incidents in like my time in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Where somebody did something fucked up, I reacted and I got in trouble. Yeah, and it's almost one of those things where even now, I cannot react to nothing. Mm-mm. Someone could literally snuff my mother in the face, and I'll tackle that dude, and they'd be like, "We can't work with you no more." Right, kid. right. So like now, I have to, I have to like neuter myself mm-hmm. and all emotion. Yep. Because somebody higher up can do something fucked up to me, but if I react or if I respond in any way or if I have a reaction, right. they're like, Crooked, that's crazy. Why did you act like that? I'm like, why did I act like that? <laughs> right. Why did this motherfucker act like that? Right. Dude, I mean, let me tell you, I don't know how I'm still at light. I mean, at daylight. Because I got in trouble <laughs> so many fucking times because of shit, because the motherfuckers be doing it out, and I react. But that's like, why I always like, say is like, like Vegas is like the ego in Vegas is crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's because crazy. it's like you have to neuter yourself. Yeah. yeah, like something could be so fucked that like your mom, you know, your mom's in a club. We gotta kick her out, <laughs> or like she can't be here right, right now. Right, you'd be like, you have to be like, okay, yeah. And then inside, you're like, you want to strangle yeah. somebody, and then you just gotta wait and send an email or wait two yep. days or three days for a call for, for a meeting, and, and then, and then, and, then they, and, and then they're gonna be like, you know, uh, we're really sorry about you know kicking your mother out. That was a, that was a misunderstanding, and you have to be like, no, no problem. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. shit like that happens. Yeah, because you know, I you know? mean, I, I get blamed for so much shit, and I, even like I had to scale down. Like it's just on people that I was bringing like to to my gigs. Like I, I would get in trouble because somebody got one of my friends would threw up and you know some chick she threw up and she got thrown out the club next thing you know i'm getting the fucking email see you bringing these drunk bitches to the club and da 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 like i get in so much fucking trouble because of shit i'm like i don't know like now i see why some djs go to the club like nigga it's me and one person and that's it oh it's nobody you know, it's like no fucking body. Like, i'm not fucking taking it because you got to be responsible for everybody that's coming yeah. coming that's in the booth and i didn't know that you know, and of course, they're going to drop your name. Yes. Like, and I get in trouble. You get in trouble. That's the problem. Yeah. When yes. someone gets like real comfortable with 
like your situation mm-hmm. oh, and they God. think it's their situation yeah. and they just start talking to everyone like what I'm you with, mean I'm, I'm with Jay, Jay Nice, nice. Jay nice oh nice. my God bro <laughs> and you know and that's exactly in the security I'm, I'm getting I'm getting phone calls from fucking fucking security because your fucking friend that came with you said this oh, I'm getting called from fucking but, but you know what's funny is crazy. I hate this shit but meanwhile there are certain DJs or acts that could do whatever they oh, want oh of course yeah yeah. They could literally like. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You know I what I'm can, saying? I can go. They could push. Lift. They could push somebody from their fifth floor balcony. Yeah, and they they'll still be all right. Yeah, yeah. they come. They get booked again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, you know, it's, it's, it's straight bullshit. I, I I get I get that all the fucking time. I, hate I had that. a question. I hate that shit. Because you came up in the era of like I guess the early 2000s, there was like a lot of beefs mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Did you ever get caught up in any of that stuff? Nope. How'd you navigate it? Because I mind my motherfucking business. (laughs) You know, I tell people all the time, man, like, I don't, you know, you you deal with it, you know, as much as you can. But at the end of the day, man, you know, I have other responsibilities. So I try to only deal with what actually can affect me. I mean, if if it's not one of my, you know, say, like, like, that's my manager. So one of my homies that I'm with every day, all day. And it's a problem, then you know we got to deal with it. Because I was thinking about the Jeezy and the, G- yeah. the Gucci. Shit. I, you know that was kind of crazy. You know mm-hmm. that was kind that was kind of a little sketchy because you know you know I'm you know close with Gucci. You know actually I'm the first DJ. To, I'm sound like I'm sound like fucking uh, <laughs> Soldier Boy. <laughs> I bought I bought Gucci here. You are the Soldier Boy of the DJ. Did yeah, you, did well. you um, know um, what's that dude? Loke or Who? who's who's the one that Gucci shot? Oh, Jeezy's okay. uh, man. No, I didn't know his man. Uh-huh. I didn't know him. But you know, I, I you know, I, like I said, like a lot of times, like I told you before, and like it was kind of crazy because, you know, I would always tell the entertainment directors, like, you know, I want to book such and such, and they would tell me no. So I was like, fuck it, let me find the club, and I'll just do the shit my fucking self. You like, mean in Vegas? In Vegas, because in other any other city, you can call a club owner, like, yo, I got such and such. Like, okay, cool, we open that day, let's make it happen. I can get it done. But here in Vegas, it's, yo, it's you, so brutal. I remember you. you should tell me like these big fucking acts that you tried to get at um at light. And they would be like, nah, nope, nope, can't nope. do it. Like before, before, before. Um, was it you know? Was it, was it budgeting reasons or no? Because you know, some places it got to go up the flagpole. You know what I'm saying? Because for you to be able to do an, an artist <clears throat> at some of these casinos, you got to send it to the president or whoever the person, the bean counter, whoever the person is that sits and looks and right, right, right. look at the artist and be like, feels oh, it's it's going to affect their. I didn't know that. Online. Really. Yeah. Yeah, so when I submit artists, even when I started Sundays at Daylight, you know, um, I submitted, you know, what, maybe 30 artists to 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 John Petty, and he had to send it to the MGM, and they came back with five mm. out of everybody. Like, I couldn't do, like, we fought to get Jeezy. We fought to get Rick Ross. Like, we fought to get these artists that we wanted. And that's all you. Yeah. You got all them guys. Yeah. Only only person I didn't book was um, Sweetie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, daylight, daylight got really fortunate because they signed Sweetie right when she, she was, was popping, right before her fucking my type single yeah. like yeah, really yeah. popped off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she yeah. did really good. So, but I mean, but E Rock helped with um like E Forty and yeah. everybody from the West Coast. But mm-hmm. you know, anybody that was from Atlanta, you know, I I did it. Like anybody that came like from Atlanta, and um, some most of the, like John knew a bunch of people from New York. Like yeah. I think you you had to plug with Afro B first, right? 
Eh, Is that you? I, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I know we were. Tra- we daylight was trying to book Afro B, and then yeah. we were trying to bring MoMA and like right. have some everyday people. Because you DJ that the out. first one, the first one we had. I think so. Yeah. You, you DJ, and he told me he's like yeah, you yeah. know because I think you or somebody you knew had had to plug with Afro B. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, but you know, you look at all the artists that we've had. I mean, you know, we've done a lot. We worked together. You know, it was it wasn't easy though because it was always an uphill battle. That was actually a great. <clears> what year was that? Like 2018. Yeah, maybe, maybe 19, 2019. Before the pandemic. No, so it was before that then. So it had to be 17, 18. 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Maybe 18, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like 17, because 18. Because 19, we was, we, was on, we, was on, we was on a whole nother level. And at 19, we was popping. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it, so it had to be 18. It was like 18, 19. Yeah. But it's a, it was a very interesting time for Vegas mm-hmm. because... That's the most black people I've ever seen in Vegas. <laughs> right. no, for like, real. It was, I'm not even lying about this. Like, yeah. If you look back to 2007, before 2010, you really didn't see a black presence in Las Vegas like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Rehab. Well, not on the strip. Yeah. Rehab. On the strip. Oh, okay, on the strip. Okay. No, no, like you didn't see it. No, like not really anywhere. Yeah. You didn't really yeah. see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have like parties where like, there were two to three hundred black people there. Right, you didn't see that at all. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until I would say, like, I remember there was one day at daylight, and I was with Neva, and I was like, "Yo, this is the most black people I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in Las Vegas." It was a lot, and it was like I was like, "This is really dope, man." You I, know? I, and, I had told John and Colin, I said, "You know, when we first started that shit, I'm like, you know, you guys aren't gonna be nervous or you know back out on me for this." For the crowd that you know is about to happen, and they 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 stuck with it. You know, it was yeah. been it was a few rough times, but they stuck with it. You know, as much as possible. I think that the hardest one that we um, that he was more concerned with was I think Jeezy was the one he was more concerned with anybody. But Luda was easy. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get we couldn't get two chains. We just couldn't get the deal done to do two chains. Is everybody that Dre's he was, got? He was signed with Dre's. No, no, no. no. Oh, and at I mean, the time, he was had, signed to One Oak. I had everybody. Oh, One Oak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He had, he had, I had everybody before Dre's did. That Dre's. was an interesting time, man, because it was like mm-hmm. hip-hop came back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like around the, uh, mm-hmm. after 2015. Yeah. That's when, yeah. like, there was literally battles for, like, One Oak, mm-hmm. Hakkasan, Dre's, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think and, and Light, Light, Light and Daylight. Light and Daylight, yeah. yeah. You could probably throw Jewel in there, too, because they started was I was fighting, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, we sit in those meetings on Tuesday, and I'm have my phone like this. And it's like, we're sitting around the round table, and I'm on the phone with like artists, like, oh, come on, man, don't do that deal with them. I lean on the DJ show real quick. I know you got another album coming out. You're gonna need me. <laughs> you know, so I tell DJs all the time, man, we, we have all the power. You just don't use it like you should. Like, you know, we gotta call these artists out. Be like, yo, listen, man, you know, when you didn't have it and you needed help, <clears throat> who was there to help? You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. why, you know, I, I lean on the DJ Shield, you know, real heavy when I call these artists. Uh, record labels, all these record labels that call me constantly asking, you know, when we, can you do this or you got a plug? I'm like, yeah, sure, but I need help because I want them to do a show for me. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing, like, for years. Like, everybody that I've, I've grew up and I've done music with or helped because, you know, I was one of the Hitman DJs. I was one of the core DJs. So I was in the middle of all that. So, you know, you be on those conference calls and they say, here, take my number. I was one of the motherfuckers like, <laughs> and took their number and soon we got the conference call I'm calling them like hey man I need this you know so I mean everybody from Atlanta helped me out like Luda was there for me like we called him like yo come on man he got it done 
a lot of people came through. It was like, yo, Jay, I got you. It's <clears> crazy. <throat> I don't think like motherfuckers remember a time when like, yo, hip hop, but there was like a ban of, of hip hop in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. When was that? It was right after. I've never seen it. Like that, the Rick that, Ross that fight show. And, yeah, Vic Ross. The Rick Ross is at Hayes. At, it was at Hayes. And then, it, it, and then something happened at One Look also. With, um, yeah, but that Hayes shit was crazy because it went onto the strip, right? And it was it right carried, on Flamingo in Las Vegas. Yeah. 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 It was like a fucking a shootout between two cars and like a cab exploded. Yeah. 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 Like, like I don't even know there was a, what was in the cab? I was going to say petroleum. It wasn't petroleum. It was a propane tank. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had propane g- gas for fucking <laughs> cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. But right. it's like this this taxi cab exploded. Yeah. So it was like it was like a movie. It was like a scene mm-hmm. in a movie. Mm-hmm. And from then on out, I remember I was DJing at Hakkasan and Ling Ling would try to bring in hip hop acts. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even announce anything remotely Yeah. It, remotely attached to hip hop at yeah, all. Yeah. Even if they I think they had Mob Deep come in, they had all these artists, but they couldn't put it on a flyer. They couldn't promote any hip hop in Las Vegas. Yeah, let me no. take. Mm-hmm. Let me see how much I got in trouble. Do you do you remember Crown? Yes, Crown inside the Rio. Mm-hmm. Like I brought Waka Flocka here, right? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So this is when No Hands was was fucking yeah on fire. Mm-hmm. So I brought Waka and I did a deal with with the promoter and I'm like, okay, fine. You know, this is my first time actually. You know, really doing you know in a big in the casino. I did some smaller stuff in the clubs, but I never did the casino. And I did Waka. And I didn't know that the Crips is on this side and the Bloods is on this side. In the club? In Crown. And they started fucking fighting. Huh. In Crown. Like, Walker what year did, was this? What year was this? Walker was nah, man. <laughs> this had what to be 2011, it's, 12. It, it was somewhere around there. Yeah. So you you good on this year shit. I don't remember shit. I'm too old. I remember <laughs> fucking years. I can remember yesterday. So, you know, and they started fighting and that shit spilled out into the casino. Oh, man. They went on the highway and all type of shit, man. I had to meet with the gang task force. The fucking, you know, the crime unit. It was crazy. I was like, what the Jeez. fuck, man? So I, I couldn't even do fucking, <laughs> I couldn't even do shit for like, you know, maybe like a year or some change. I just sat down. I was like, I ain't doing shit. I'm just going to do this DJ. So that's when, you know, Body English was helping me out and Rehab was letting me do my thing and Vanity was popping. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, that's what, that's another reason I just said, fuck it, I'm not going to book it. Like I did fucking Kevin Hart and, um, and the Migos at Vanity. But I let the club do it. I'm like, y'all, I'm, I'll get it done. But y'all do it. Y'all run it. I don't want to put my name on it. And Beach, you know, you know, Beach, Beach was like, okay, cool. Uh, we'll get it done. So, and, what other um, venues are you working with right now for Axe? Um, right now, you know, I, I, like, I, I just did. Of course, we did the Palms. I've been doing a lot with the Palms. I just gotta get the operations together so it can run smoother. But um, how's it going know, over there at the Palms? The Palms just reopened. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm like, he I'm, he I'm bought the, out Diddy I'm the for guinea, um, I'm the maybe that weekend. I'm the guinea pig, right? But I'm the guinea pig. That well, got, wait, wait, what do you trouble. mean you're the guinea pig? Well, I did Lotto, right? That was Memorial Lotto. Day weekend. That was Memorial Day weekend. I did Lotto. It wasn't just me. Me and Neil, we did together. So <clears> we did Lotto, and it was fucking a, a, a zoo. It was fucking super crazy, crowded. But they just wasn't prepared. Right. For the amount of people. Of because, traffic coming in. Because right. they have people that came from convention services into working at a nightclub. I'm like, but y'all don't know nightclub business. You know what I'm saying? So it was a little hectic. So is this chaos? Is this it was at the pool. Yeah. It's at the pool. So, so that was kind of crazy. So and chaos then, is closed though. They're not Well they 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 bought the open, but I'll, I'll tell okay. you that in a second. But you know, so that was that was the first one. And then, you know, my boy and them brought City Girls. So that was that was good. And then I did just did Diddy for Labor Day weekend. So just operations is just so so hard, you know. So you know when you're doing a nightclub, you gotta understand that 
you know, certain things got to be in place for you to be able to be profitable, one, for it to be successful as far as managed, you know, getting people at tables, getting people inside, et cetera, et cetera. So that was kind of a, a pain to ask. But, you know, I'm working with Azillo now. I'm waiting for the new club in, um, in um, the old money baby. It's going to be called Skybox. That oh, okay, Virgin Hotel. Virgin Hotel. So that's about to open. So um, yeah, Money Baby closed, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, brand new venue. So, so now they basically it ain't it ain't with Vandy, <laughs> <laughs> Vandy with TV screens, <laughs> right? So um, it's gonna be called Skybox. So that's about to open, and then um, that's a it's a hard location right now. Uh, but you know yeah. when, when you're trying to do because you know, when Money Baby opened, we were like I, when I saw the space, I was like, this is dope. Yeah. But it's just like so hard to get to when I started going to the casinos and yeah. it's like right at the the furthest spot of the yeah. casino. You know, and it, you know, it's it's one of those things, man. You know, we don't have a lot of options to go to these days. Like when you're trying to what really do you see, mean? far as you know, far as black people, we don't have a bunch of options on artists, place that we can go to that they're gonna actually go play the music we want to hear. We want one, mm-hmm. and then two, you know, that you can go and, you know, basically have a good time. So that's why a lot of people go to Dre's. People go to Dre's because, one, you know what the music going to be like, mm-hmm. and you're going to hit art, you're gonna get the artist that you want. There's you consistency. And it's consistent, you know what I'm saying? You don't gotta go, you're not going to hear no fucking EDM music. You know, you'll hear reggae, reggaeton, fucking reggae, hip-hop, and R&B. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You won't hear no EDM. I got a Dre's. question. You mm-hmm. recently posted something about um, Latin music. Yeah. About how venues, they... They scared to book the hip hop acts because of their lyrics. Yeah, but they booked the Latin acts, yep. and their lyrics is just as bad. Just as bad, and that's one thing I said. And I'm, I'm see the bad part about it is like you know a lot of these venues also they don't have people in their office that understand the 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 lyrics. They don't understand the songs at all. Only thing they hear is the fucking. They might know the hook, mm-hmm. and they they know the artists and et cetera et cetera. But you know, yeah, keep in mind a lot of artists that are out here in this Latin Latin artists are just like fucking. They ain't number light skinned black people. They do the same fucking shit that we do, and it should be popping and everybody love it. And it is what it is. But you know, at the end of the day, it's one of those things that you know, you know, they're they're beautiful people. You know, they're fair skinned so it's, it looks you know basically like they do and at the end of the day so when you're trying to say okay fine let's do our music and let's do hip hop which basically makes fucking almost as much money as fucking doing an EDM show then they just don't want to do it because they just feel like we're going to go in there we're going to tear it up but you know it, it comes back to our culture I mean niggas fuck shit up so we have to deal with it <laughs> my god <laughs> yeah. it's well, a truth like, I mean I, I think I think there's a, it's a weird time right now for hip hop yeah I think it's a very weird time for hip hop. Yeah. And I think there is kind of this large explosion, yeah. right? For 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 Latin music. <clears throat> and it's and it's being led by Bad Bunny, right? Yeah. Right. And then there's this new there's this new crowd that's kind of like embracing the Latin music more, which is, you know, Latinos are, you know, they're really kind of like now they're kind of not that they weren't going out before, right. But now it's like they're going to they want Latin parties. Right. And we're back in the day, you'd have like, you know, uh, Mexican Independence Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mexican Independence <laughs> Weekend, right? Right. Yeah. You'd have uh, Single de Mayo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd have like, you know, it'd still be like a hip hop night. And you, they put like a mariachi band or something mm-hmm. weird and racist or something, you know? But there wasn't these Latin nights that spoke to Latin Latinos right. directly. Right. But I feel like now there's like, now it's like become accustomed where like, yo, we're, there's a large Latino following. They want to hear Latin music. But it's, it's, you know? it's, 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 it's I, you know, and I'm just going to put it out there. I call them culture vultures because at the end of the day, 
Latin music been around fucking forever. You're talking about nightclubs or culture vultures? Yeah, yeah. I just feel they're culture vultures. Like, oh, they, like they, Latin music and, and it's been around forever. Like, you know, I've, I my kid's mom is from Guadalajara, so she's Mexican. You know, so, you know, I've been, I've been, I was with her for, you know, 15 years. So at the end of the day, you know, I've seen and been to a bunch of Latin clubs that you go to, you know, La Jolla and a bunch of these places have been around, you know, and they never wanted it. In the, the the clubs, you know, because we, we came to them and was like, before we want to do baby bash. Ah, you know, we don't want to do it because they don't drink. They don't spend enough money, you know. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to do this because they don't spend enough money. Right. Uh, we don't want to do this because they don't spend enough money. You know, those those were the, 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 the problems that we were having trying mm-hmm. to do a Latin night in some of the bigger or and or the major clubs. They wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't let. So now all of a sudden. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's the same thing. You know, they but don't, I, I know they don't want to do hip hop. You know, they don't want to do hip hop. Only Dre's want to do it. They might want to do hip hop night here and there. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, they want to do, they want to do Latin music yeah, yeah. now. So, like, you know. It's ahead. just, they're just on, they just want to <clears throat> hop on trends. That's it. And not only that, I think less than, I think more than culture vultures, I think, I feel like nightclubs are not creative. Yeah. So when they see a formula working, they'll just like, we could do that too. Yeah. That's what I'm you know, I, you. That, yeah, yeah. That's culture vulturing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like me, they, they'd ask me, oh, Jay, you want to do this EDM shit? I'm like, fuck no. I don't know enough about it for me to embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't step into that that realm, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's still called show business. So it's a it's a business and they call show personal. I just stay in what I know that will, will, will work, you know. And if it does, you know, you got to put the – Effort and time in, but I don't understand it. Like, you know. so it's interesting. You're are you are you seeing a drastic change from 2019? There's the pandemic to like 2021, yeah, right? Right. Are you seeing a drastic change in like, uh, hip hop was great. We want more hip hop acts, and then all of a sudden they're like, we're good. Like, yeah. nah. and well, are they know, are they making up excuses? Are they telling you they, they, shit, they, or are they just saying like, there's no market for that right now? Yeah, they they're making up excuses. You know, I mean, it, it it's not every venue. I can't say all, but you know, I'm not gonna call any venues out because I still do work with some of them. But you know, they some of them want to work and they they get it and they even willing to work with you to to grow it. And others just like you know, we want to. They like cookie cutter. They want to do it this way. And then at the end of the day, if they look at it like, okay, fine, we only made, you know, $10,000 at the bar, you know, and nobody's buying bottles and all the tables are open. We're not making any money. We're not going to do it, you know. And then if they do hip hop, it's like, oh, well, we got to deal with these niggas. Yeah, they're going to come in and they're going to spend $50,000, $100,000 at the bar. But then, you know, my security costs is tripled. <laughs> And I got to worry about, you know, they tying the club up. So, I mean, it drastic changes. I mean, you know, it's, you know, I, I've been to clubs where, you know, white guys fuck it up. You know, I've been to clubs where Latinos fuck it up. I mean, it is, it's just a, it's just, you know, Vegas is just one of those markets that, you know, everybody come to Vegas to get fucked up, you know, so they try to keep it as PG as possible so that, you know, niggas don't tear it up. So in your opinion, do you think there's just a lack of venues that are willing to? It's a lack of venues. That, that are willing to yeah. kind of think, try new shit or, yeah. or... I think this is the only city <clears throat> in America that, you know, like even in Orlando or, you know, other places that got casinos, they have other venues outside of it. You know, they have other venues like, you know, you can go to another venue like that's on, you know, Flamingo in Maryland, whatever, and people will go to it. I'm, I'm just saying hypothetically, they have other venues like Vegas, you know, only venues that are good 
are the venues that are in the fucking casinos. Like, I've never understood that. Like, why, out of all the money that everybody have and all these guys, you know, why haven't we built another venue or a few that holds more than, you know, a hookah lounge, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that's big enough that we can, you know, have events and do things that are not in the casino. Then we got to deal with the casino and the issues and the problems you go through. So we don't have that option here. So it's not a bunch of venues. So we get all fighting to get <coughs> – you know, we all fighting to get, you know, either DJ gigs or we're fighting, you know, um, you know, to do events in, in these venues. And some venues, they rather be dark than to give you an opportunity. <laughs> and I'm going to just tell you real. You I mean, you go somewhere. What do you mean they'd rather be dark, closed? Like they'd rather be closed. Oh, yeah. Then they give you an opportunity. You know, I, 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 I couldn't even tell you how many venues that I've called and I know that they're they not even open on a Thursday or you're not even doing anything. Like I'll put up the money. You know, my team and I will put up the money. We'll bring the artists. You know, we just ask for the venue. And they'd be like, mm, no. Like, y'all not even open. Why? Why don't I get the money? You know, then they, they'll come with me like, oh, we need $50,000 a bar guarantee. Okay, fine. We cut them a check for fucking $50,000 and we'll do our event the next thing. You know, they go, oh, shit. Yeah, well, let, let's talk business now. Like, oh, man, suck some dick. Like, when I asked you in the beginning and we trying to do business, you know, as a regular businessman, you know, they, they just don't, they'd rather just be, you know, closed. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm quite sure you guys, you get phone calls of artists and their artist management calling you all the time. Like, hey, man, you know, we coming to Vegas, so we got something, what do you got going on? You know, and they call me constantly. My phone rings all day, every day from artists, artist management, artist friends, artist cousins. They'll be coming to Vegas, you know, let's, let's put something together, you know, and you know, you, you send a message to these venues and they'd rather be like, mm, nope, no, yeah, no. I feel like everyone's budget's fucked up right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, like, you know, yeah. but with and, this, and it feels it's like different. everyone's pulling back a but little it's, bit. But it's different though, because you, we're coming to the table as our own money. Like we're not asking them to put up a Right, dollar. right, right. You just need yeah. the space. We just ask you for the space. So what do you think is the biggest problem, that they don't know you or? or well, they can't say they don't know me because I've, you know, I mean, I can, I can pick up, I probably could pick maybe one, or two venues like in Vegas that I've never done anything. Like I've never done anything at Zook, but you know I've, I have been in communication with them. You know I haven't done anything at um, at Excess, but you know when you after that, you know you walk up the strip. I mean, you know I've done anything else except for Wall Marquee, but they know me at Marquee because it's Tau Group, so you know they pretty much know who I am. So is it because you're a hip hop DJ? <clears throat> I don't even know, bro. To be honest with you, you know because I think that the, I, mean, you I seem think really frustrated. I think that I am. Because I think that they look at me as just that. Like, you're just a DJ. Like, no, motherfucker. You know, I'm a business owner. Like, I do a bunch of shit that has absolutely nothing with me being a DJ. You know, they, they, they don't, they don't want to give you because they feel as though, they, like so, you said, they look at you as you're just a DJ. And so like, people no. are unaware that you promote and then, or they, you're yeah. kind of like a booking agent. You can do yeah. kind of almost everything. And, and, and that's what it is. And, you know, the people. Well, you should people, be as an entertainment director somewhere. <laughs> yeah, basically, I should. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, while you put it out there, right. And, um, you know, and it's funny because the venues that work with me, they, they, they understand and they cool because they know because I've never had an artist not show up. I've never had an artist not right. perform. Well, I had one that didn't perform. Summer Walker, she's trash. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, what, really? Yeah, it was fucking the worst booking ever. When was that? Was this in Vegas? This was for the fucking Grammys. This was recently? Yeah, for, the, light? Yeah, for the Grammys. She oh, was the worst <laughs> shit ever. So, wait, this was during the Grammys at Light? Well, yeah. Recently, huh? Recently, yeah. yeah recently. This year. She wait, she, she said she didn't want to perform that day? She didn't want to perform. So first of all, she said she was sick and blah, blah, blah. And then she got to the venue and didn't do anything. Then she tried to blame it on we didn't pay her. Like, bitch, guess we did. We gave you $100,000, bitch. Don't fucking sit here and try to front like we didn't give you the bread. And she was acting real funny. So 
you know, that was the only artist out of all the years I've done. She's the only artist that didn't want to fucking do what she was supposed to do. Oh, fucking, man. She's horrible. I'll never book her ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I never book her. I never play her. But music. she's kind of had a history of that, right? Like yeah. I think she did that at uh, Day in Vegas. Yeah, she, I think she had some issues. Day in Vegas oh, didn't yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, I will never like ever. And then she wasn't even apologetic to it. Like she was just like, so. Oh wow. So yeah. now you know I'll never do that. But you know I'm on some new shit now though because like the the way that Diddy promoted that party we did at fucking Palms is astronomical. Like no artist has never did what he did. Like Diddy fucking promoted you know the fuck out of that fucking party. Why I, I, you know, I recently saw him at iHeartRadio uh, Fest, mm-hmm. and he was performing there. Mm-hmm. He brought his son out. You know, they mm-hmm. got that good song with uh, yeah. They got a with a, Kodak Black with Kodak yeah. Black, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a great energy. But I was thinking, I'm like, why is Diddy performing again? Is he trying to push that new single with him and Bryson Tiller? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I really don't know. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it comes like this: um, you're gonna do it until they tell you you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's Diddy. You know, at the end of the day, until they stop loving him, you know. It's oh, like, so it's then like, he started a new record label, Love Love, love Records. records. Love yeah. Records. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's trying to push that. that. He's trying to, yeah. Because yeah. I know I he think that single it. is under Love Records with him and Bryson. Yeah. It most definitely but, is. He's <laughs> definitely trying to push that. Right. You know. But you know, you keep in mind, Diddy's a marketing genius, though. So he he know what he's doing. So you know, you know, he need to teach these artists. These A and R directors need to teach these artists how to you know do better. Like me getting artists these days. It's like oh. I don't want to post that I'm doing a party. The fuck? Yes, you are. In your frustration right now, working in this city, right at the yeah. moment, mm-hmm. do you kind of want to go somewhere else? I don't. I yeah, don't you, think so. You, you know, know, you've been because, to like. You know, you, I, I don't. I don't think so because at the end of the day, you know, Vegas is still the number one entertainment capital of the world. So, you know, you get frustrated, but you know, it, it, it frustration is that comes with with the territory. It's a part of our business. You know, everything is not going to go the way we want it. You know, it's not supposed to be, you know, um, you know, just handed to you. You know, you know, God says, you know, I give my hardest, you know, to my strongest. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's one of those things that you know you just got to keep fighting. You know, everybody's not going to like you. Everybody got something bad to say about you. Mm-hmm. Somebody always think they know, and they really don't have any idea, you know. And you just got to keep fighting, you know. I'm not going to just give up and be like, okay, cool. I'm, I get frustrated, but you know, I'm not frustrated enough that I'm, I'm ready to quit. It's a bunch of venues that that still need help, you know. The venues, that's a bunch of venues that call and be like, hey, Jay, we need help. We got to do this, but you know, I might be say, okay, fine. We're a little tapped out because we got our hands, you know, spread out with so many other things that we're trying to do. So it's hard for me to you know, work with, you know, some of these new venues. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, now it's time because, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose one of my venues and I'm not going to put it out there right now, but I'm going to lose one of my venues. So then I'm going to pivot and try to, you know, work with some other venues. So, you know, I'm working with, you know, Tile Group trying to get this deal done. So if we can get that done, then, you know, it'll be fine. You know, like I said, I mean, I don't, I, I tell people, I don't want to DJ all the time. I don't, you know, I want to, I want to make money and I want to book other DJs because people helped me. So I just return the favor, you know what I'm saying? Like, even with me going out of town, people ask me, oh, Jay, you got the plug? Sure, here, call them. I'll call them first and let them know, you know, here and go, because I can't go all the time. So, so you're, not trying to, you're not trying to do what you did to D-Miles at Tile Group? Just walk up, just walk up on your shit. Nah, man, Because nah, Mike Attack ain't going to take that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to attack. Not. Probably not. He's going to attack. Right. going to attack ass. Right. Nah, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to feed my family, you know, and try to work as hard as I can. Uh-huh. 
And, you know, like at the end of the day, you, you know, you can't you can't consider yourself a boss until you feed other people. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. I want to help others make money. So I, I'm not greedy. Like I tell people, come on, let's get money together and let's work. You got so much history, like in yeah. this game and devoted to hip hop. You know, yeah. from Atlanta to Las Vegas. I mean, I I can't even believe you were working. <laughs> everyone from you know Biggie to Keith Sweat to Big to to Meech to mm-hmm. like BMF. It's just like a R Kelly. It's an yeah. R Kelly. It's an insane. You know, Shaq, Pac. Yeah. It's an incredible career you've built, yeah. and it's still not over yet. Yeah, and, I'm, and it's funny, and I'm still working hard. I still got to, you know, you would think that as much as I've done, it would get it would get easier. But, but it, it doesn't, right? It doesn't. I was just harder. having a conversation with somebody, and actually, ironically, they're working with, you know, they're actually behind some of the bookings at Zook. Yeah. But they're also working with these other, you know, venues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, and I'm like, you know, no matter how old you get, you always have to prove yourself. Always. You never stop proving yourself nope. to somebody. Yep. Or you know, like and I was like I was like, it's so tiring and draining. Yeah. But that's that sets the difference from the ones who give up to the ones who keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's like you every day like even us, we're like trying to do these projects and all these and I'm like and I'm frustrated too, because I'm like, yo, do they want to work with us or not? Exactly. And that's the problem. You feel as though that we some, some fuck-ass motherfuckers. Like, we have history. We've done this shit. We know what the fuck we're doing. Like, you guys are fucking incredible. You guys have been in the business long enough. You know what I'm saying? You know what the fuck you're doing. So why do they got to question, you know, our integrity and question if we're if we're good enough to do it? Like, it doesn't make sense to me that we still got to go through that. Like, see, even with me, when I did Lotto, I went to fucking five venues asking them this is the hottest girl out right now let's do this shit and nobody would give me a chance and only you know and i even you know no disrespect to you know petty i love him to death but you know i went to john I was like yo john let me do lotto and he he told me no you know and then i wind up you know having a great meeting because somebody put me in the meeting with someone else because i like i said people always look out for me i look out so somebody put me in a meeting with the people at the palms and they said okay fine let's do it and i wound up did it and we crushed it so, you know, it's one of those things, man. It's frustrating, you know. As much as we've done and much as you try to do in this venue, like, like they just still look at us like, fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. I have this, I'm like, I'm at this point in my career, in my age, where I'm kind of like, I know things don't last forever. Yeah. So then sometimes I'm like, do I even want to get started? Like, if I work with somebody, I'm like, All right, this is already a pain in the ass to work with right now. Let's say it's successful. I got to be stuck with this motherfucker for five years, right? (laughs) Because more likely we'll bank for five years, but I got to deal with this motherfucker for five years. So I made a point in my career and like my age where I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the money that much. Yeah. Like I don't need the money and like that much where I'm going to be like fucking hating myself and hating life. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm really trying to work. And then the opposite happens where I'll work with really good people. And then I'll be like, damn, this is going to end soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this ain't going to last forever either. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I, you know, I'm at that weird point. Yeah. But you've been through so many left turns, right turns and everything. Man, you, you still love it. You want to keep doing it. Yeah, still doing like, it. Still doing it. You, know, you still want to do it though? You know, I mean, you know, here's, here's my thing. Like, you know, are, so are we just crazy and stubborn and stupid or I, is this just, I, I, why do we do this? Why you know, do we keep I, doing I just, it? I just feel as though that because I came up with, I mean, I was brought up on nothing. You know what I'm saying? So just because of, you know, hard work and dedication, you got to keep fighting for it because you know that you can do it. 
you know, and then, you know, what, 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 what gives me the energy to keep going is because I still get doors closed in my face. Like, no. Okay. I can't. Okay. So that gives me the energy to be like, okay, I'm gonna show you that I can, I can fucking do this. Right. You know, like I, I really, you know, I, I was going to retire from being a DJ and say, okay, if I don't open my own club, you know what I'm saying? Because then I can do my own thing. I know enough people. I know enough talent. I, I would love to see. I would love to see you in an entertainment director yeah. position. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. yeah. you know I, I I want to. So that's what I said. If I don't open my own club, then I, I that's what it'd be my next be the goal. Maybe you'll person. smile more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, a lot of times, man. Like when you see me at daylight, because I I, I be frustrated because I'm dealing with, you know, <laughs> like John asked me. You know, I, he don't want me to headline. He wants me just to open and close because I have to deal with the talent and everybody else that's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so it kind of worked out. But see, sometimes I catch me and I'm fucking mad because, you know, I'm dealing with the artist or I'm dealing with something that happened or Petty's cussing me out because <laughs> I did something I wasn't fucking supposed to do or some shit. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, but I, I, I got to love it. Every time I see him and I would come in at the daylight, I'd be like, man, this motherfucker hates me, man. It don't even be you, bro. Trust me. It'd be like, oh, what the fuck did the I do? The first time I met Jay Nice was at Gatsby and I was DJing and he was sitting in the couch and he was just directly looking at me. I'm like, damn, I must suck because he's not giving me no like <laughs> shoulder movement, no smile. And I was like, you know, I, I, and, you know, funny part is like, you know, I just went to see him uh, Saturday because a lot of people don't understand. Like a lot of times, bro, like I go to clubs mm-hmm. and I go to listen to the DJ. Yeah, we all do that. Because yeah. I, the reason I go is because, you know, I'm always looking, you know, to help. And I know I can call another DJ and I know that he can play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the hardest part, a lot of people understand that a lot of DJs can't play a lot of rooms. So, you know, I go and I listen because then if I say, OK, fine, I'm doing this event here. I know I can call and at least ask him, and if he's available, he can do this room. You know what I'm saying? So I go and listen. I look at it as me, you know, just trying to, you know, listen to good music because I get tired of going to places and I fucking don't have a good time. So, you know, I'm, I find myself listening to the fucking DJ instead of, like, I'm with fucking 10 hot chicks and we having a good time. Oh, no, he had a, he had a few. He had you know a few. So, you know, so now when I go, I go and I try to, you know, listen to the DJ. Or I know there's a DJ I know I can go and listen to and I can have a good time. I ain't got to worry about the music being trash or his mm-hmm. transitions are fucking fucked up or whatever because, you know, the first thing you hear is us being the DJ. The DJ fuck up. We, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what the <laughs> fuck was he doing? So, you know, I go and I, I try to just, you know, go. So you enjoy Jamie's sets? Yeah, I, I, I just wouldn't hurt him Saturday. He didn't even know I was there. You know, I, mm. sit, I sit in the cut. You know, I sit in the bar, have some drinks because I know I can have a good time. And I don't have to be, you know, um, like, okay, this shit's trash. I'm ready to go. Like, even if it wasn't nobody there, I would have stayed because, you know, I like the way he played Saturday. Nice. So I was there. Yeah, uh, but the first time I was intimidated, I was like, shit, I'm going to suck. Nah. Was, he was just chilling there, just sipping his, like, cognac and shit. I was just like, ah. Yeah. You know, I've listened to these guys. I mean, I've listened to them like a bunch of times. Like, I, I've never heard you play before until I heard you at Light. I had opened up for you at Light. Yeah. And I never heard you play before. And I'm like, okay, I like this guy. He's cool. So, you know, you, you have to, you know, that's just one of those things. That's me. I'm just one of those type of guys. You know, I try to, you know, you know, meet. And- you, know, you know, it's the funny thing. Whenever we see DJs out. You know, and they're at our gigs, and we don't really see them often. Yeah, like this motherfucker's trying to take my gig. <laughs> He's up <laughs> to something. Were, were you thinking like Jay Nice is here? He's trying no, to take no, my no. gig. Like he, already he, he, gas me. <laughs> he was sitting here. The thing, the booth is right here, and there's a couch area right here. And he's sitting directly looking at me and he like a few little things with him and he's just sipping his drink. Yeah. Yeah. And looking at me, I'm like, 
He yeah. give me that look like, damn, I'm gonna take this gig. You know the funny part? I don't even laptop like I don't even right. I just walked in with my laptop. Said fuck it. I don't even you know I don't even you know I don't even go. To venues and um, because you know I really think that's fucked up. I mean that's just me personally, but you know I don't even go to venues and then try to talk to the directors like the day that somebody else is playing. You know what I'm saying? I, I try to meet them on a somewhere else or meet them you know when they're not at the club. You know to have a conversation because it is it's intimidating because same thing happens to me. You know I play at Palms and now I you know me doing Ghost Bar and every place else. Now everybody's like it's thirty DJs pulling up. Trying to talk to the manager, I'm like, you know, but that's you see it. You're everybody, like, yeah, everybody trying, trying to take my gig. Everybody trying to take, <laughs> but you know, you know, I mean, uh, you know, everybody got to eat. That's why D was mad. He said, "Fuck nah, that, he, <laughs> fuck that." He, 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 he knows his family here in front of my family. In front of my family, I take my shit in front of my family. That's how you felt, right? He went down, down, up. he went down, up. D Miles runs with his like his grandma and his mom to club sometimes. Yeah. So I can imagine them being supportive and this motherfucker just. Yo, your mom's would have, your mom's would have jumped in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Pow, pow, right, smash me to hit with my own fucking laptop. Can't take my son, job. Man. I understand yeah, everybody. You lucky, lucky D's mom was there. Yeah. She would have. I, I mean, she, he wasn't, she was he running was, late. He wasn't mad like that, but yeah. he was mad. He was just upset that the way you, it came I didn't the situation. Right, right, right. It was just sticky. Yeah, it was right. Is that what you, you were know? thinking a little bit? Like, damn. No, Jay, I was just confused. Jay Knight I didn't know what the hell Jay was going snuffed on. me. <laughs> I, I really don't, bro. Like, I'm, I really just go and, and I, I just really go to support, you know, to be honest with you, because, you know, I really like to listen to DJs, you know. I go to places. To support, I'll go and I'll buy drinks. I'll be asking for shit for free. You know, I want to go in and support you. You know, and That's go and great. give love. You know, because a lot of people just don't do that these days. Everybody feels all day they trying to take, like you said, they trying to take yeah. your job or they trying to do some shit. I'm like, yo, let me buy you a drink or let me go and just bring some people buy some drinks to go support. And they ask me who I'm there for, and I tell them, hey man, I came to see the DJ. Are you with him? No, I just came, you know, because I know him. I'm a DJ and I'm just coming to support, coming to buy some drinks mm-hmm. to help him out. So I'm, I'm really glad we we got to speak to you because I never seen this uh, other side of you. Yeah. You only you see know? me for two hours. Yeah, not even. <laughs> and I mean, because you be DJing, so I only yeah. get a chance to chat with you. And they're like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Whenever I come in, he's like, ah, oh, this motherfucker again. He gives me that look. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> such a, you know? Oh no, this guy. <laughs> Stop. Yo, it. I remember <laughs> when um, you was DJing that light. Me and you was headlining, and Jay was opening, and I think you had the music really loud, and Jay was like, "Yo, never." Um, Yo, tell Crooked to turn it down. Like, you tell him turn it down. <laughs> right. Nigga, because no, we no were, that's your boy. <laughs> because, yo, you, I go lie to you, bro. I, I go lie. I think one was time. Was it his monitor? Well, yes. I think yeah. one time I thought you were deaf. I was like, this dude is I am deaf. deaf. I'm not going to talk to you. Because, <laughs> like, yo, you, your shit was so fucking loud. I had to move. I was like, I can't even stand next to him. That shit loud as shit. And then he had the same way at daylight. So I would walk up to him. He's trying to, you know, communicate and with the shit blaring. So I, I know he got mad at me because I reached across him and turned the monitor down and said, "Bro, you okay?" He looked at me like, "I'm good." And <laughs> <laughs> turned that shit right back up. I said, "Okay, let me need that dude alone." <laughs> I was like, "God damn, I do deaf." Yeah, no, I'm pretty deaf. I'm pretty deaf. <laughs> but also, like you know, you know, I have a weird thing, and I actually, I, I was listening to another DJ and they do the same thing. I sing the music when I'm mixing. Uh. So when the music's low, I can hear myself singing it. <laughs> you don't want to. You just don't want to hear yourself. So like, if you if you turn off the monitors and I'm DJing, like I don't know, like it, it could be like a fucking um, 
cat nails uh, nails on a chocolate. Well, no, it could be like she like she's passing me by, right? Yeah. And I'm mixing the song and like she's passing me. Uh, this is what I'm doing to like out right. loud. She passing me by. She passing me by. I'm doing that, right? And like. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. And I don't want the lighting guy to hear that shit. Yeah, right. I don't oh. want nobody to you, hear that oh, shit. Oh, so you actually singing that. Okay, 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 I got it. Yeah, because I'm I'm like because I'm mixing. Right. So I'm trying to make sure the shit is on the beat with the other mm -hmm. shit. So it's usually only when I'm mixing. Yeah. So I'm singing the chorus to the 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 next beat that I'm it, mixing into. It's funny because I do the same shit when I'm going to the bathroom. So I gotta <laughs> I play a song, right? And I'm I, I say, Oh shit, the bathroom farts. So I'm running. To go to the bathroom, but I'm singing the song. I'm like, oh shit! Oh, that's what I'm, I singing, do. Like, I'm, singing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm singing the song while I'm going to piss. I'm like, oh shit! All right, he's on this word. Okay, there's first. a second fucking you know, okay, hook. You know, right, right. Get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. Okay, to the window, to the wall. Okay, hurry, hurry, nigga, piss, piss, hurry. Oh shit! Oh shit! So that's what I sing when I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm like rapping to the bathroom. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, oh shit! Round, round and round. Right. Round, oh shit! We into the second. We the second verse. Oh my god! This little look at me like I'm crazy. I pop back up. Like, oh shit! I let. I let. Hook. It's the right, second it's hook. Like a hook. Right. Oh shit. Now I learned to just loop the last hook. Yeah. And just leave it. No, you can loop the whole song. So oh, you, you just, sure? You just loop from the beginning of the song to the end of the song and it just starts over. Oh gosh. That's I what I used that. to do. I don't I'm not singing to the bathroom. I'm like, yo, I'm good. I'm like, get low's gonna play again. I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you just go from like you just loop out from the chorus and then you have it start again. Yeah. Everybody look at you like you crazy. Yeah. No, no they, I never, just I never thought to do that. they just hear it again. Yeah. yeah. I put the, the autoplay just in case the chick just goes off and it goes nah, to the next nah, song. Yeah. Just loop the, loop the fucking song. Loop in from the top yeah. of the song. Loop out at the bottom. It just starts over again. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Scariest, scariest moment happened to me the other day at light. Like, I did that. Like, I said, okay, fine. Let me, let me just loop, you know, the hook because I'm going to run to the bathroom. So I had looped it, like, on the other side, like, way down. So, like, if I miss me taking too long taking a piss, it'll just loop. So I fucking, fucking did this shit, went to the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm in light. So, you know, light, you can hear it if you're in the back bathroom. You can hear the music playing. So I'm like, this shit went off. <gasps> oh, my fucking God. What the fuck happened? Mm -hmm. So I fucking damn near pissed myself, you know, because I had to fucking pull, put my dick away and run the hallway in the back, and I go up there, fucking petties up there. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, he's oh, touching he, the cross. He does that shit. Yeah, he's, got to, he's touching the crossfader. Like, wh why? What are you doing? Oh, when they were singing this shit. <laughs> yeah, no? no, yeah, he's up there fucking yeah. doing this shit. I'm like, you scared the fucking shit out of me, dude. I thought the fucking shit cut off. <laughs> you know what I love when like when Petty's like a little tipsy and he's having fun. Yeah. He start making you want to play like old nineties hip hop and shit. Oh yeah, at the he does that to me and definitely. He's doing he, all the time. Yeah, like that. what he does to me, he starts playing fucking dancehall and reggae and shit. He's just like, oh, I got this. I'm like, all yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, Petty's a New York. He's a New York kid, man. Yeah, yeah from the nineties. Sure. Like, yeah. 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 he went to Wetlands. He knows all Queens, everything. Yeah, yeah. He knows everything all that hip-hop yeah. new york shit in the 90s that he he knows all about that shit man yeah. Yeah. yeah but you know i missed that remember back in the day when they were like when managers and everyone was just like more laid back mm -hmm. they would come and fuck around at the end of the night it's yeah. just like everything is so serious nowadays yeah i know yeah yeah and it's just there's no fun even like i remember back in the days if i showed up you'd be like yo hop on for a little bit yeah and like yeah. you would you would have a drink talk to like people yeah. And I'd be spinning for like 15 minutes and then you get back on or another homie would get. It's like, it's so different now. Like, yeah, man. 
Yeah. It like I don't know, like when did it? It just started changing in a, like 2010s around there. Around yeah. there, yeah. It's just so but, different. You know, man. you know. This is what I want to say to you guys. I mean, you know, you guys have four of you guys. I don't understand why y'all just don't find a club and just do your own shit. Us? Yes. I mean, you, you say you look in the mirror and t- tell like, yourself the same shit. He's projecting. He's projecting. No, right but now. I'm saying, I, I trust me. I've been trying. Like you, you can't understand like how many venues but I've had. But Jay, Jay Nash, it starts with this because yeah. you know we have this conversation. Yeah. And now, like everyone who feels the same way as you around the country. Yeah. You know that's how we all work together. Yeah. Honestly, like one of the best things that happened with this podcast. Is that I've connected with so many DJs mm-hmm. and I've heard so many of their stories and what goes on. Yeah. But it brings us all together. Yeah. So that we're all helping each other in some kind of capacity with business. Yeah. And we're either doing business together or we're advising each other. And there's been more of that communication going on in the last three to four years right. than ever in maybe the last fifteen years of my of my whole career here in Vegas and yeah. whatever. So I think it's one of those things where Everything you're talking about, I'm I you know I see it. Yeah. There's a lot of people in Vegas who sees it too. Like, yeah. never recently had a conversation with somebody who's in nightlife, and they were you know they were speaking about their frustration. They're not even a DJ, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They were speaking about their frustrations of everything of, you know, just like kind of going out. It's not as fun anymore. Right. At the strip, it's kind of redundant. Everyone's yeah. kind of doing the same thing. If you guys you know went to a venue that you have on a regular basis, that's yours. You know, like you play. You know, like if you went to John and Gatsby's, hey, John, give us fucking, you know, like you, you went with um, Eddie when y'all did the, the, the 45. 45s, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like those are things because then you, one, you ain't got to look for no fucking DJ ever because you got your own DJ. Everybody has their own following. Everybody has their own contacts and you get all the money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you get 100% of the door and then you have I mean, percentage it, of the bar. There's a lot of so, logistics involved, though. There's a yeah, lot of operational yeah, shit involved. No, <laughs> no, because what you no, no, because what you do is you tell the venue, you're not trying to take over the venue. The only thing you're trying to do is bring your what you have mm-hmm. to the venue. So still, let them run it. Let them run the door. Let them run the bar. You know, only thing you're doing is putting asses in the seats and you get 100% of the door and then whatever percentage of your bar that you worked out and oh, you make okay, money. Yeah, yeah. So that means instead of, you know, like you said, you guys – you know, have to work four or five days a week. You say, fine, I only got to work two days a week because, you know, we're doing an event that's making $20,000 a fucking week, which is $80,000 a month. Split by four, we all making $20,000 a fucking week. We fucking chilling. You know what I'm saying? I can work when I fucking feel like it. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially, you know, as you get to the, you know, the part, like you said, you know, we're getting older. So now we got to look at other ways to, for us to make money. So well, I, I do definitely I'll think. DJ, I'll DJ once. I I, th- <laughs> I definitely think there is a turning point, yeah. And I think it's like uh, I you know I think it's it's gonna happen in the next two to three years, yeah. But I think it, I think what you're talking about is possible, yeah. I just think it's gonna take time, yeah. And I just think like every city, the music, the industry, everything goes through phases, and this is just a different phase we're going in right now, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Like you know, there's a time to build, and then there's a time to execute, right? Yeah. And like. Right now, it's just a time to build. Yeah. You know, and, and the time to execute is going to come soon. But it's like you can't execute some shit without building some shit right. at the same right. time. You know, right. you need to build it, build the concept, you know, put it together, and then you can just execute it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of motherfuckers are building shit. A lot of people are executing shit, too, and they're killing yeah. it right now. 
and like you know there's all these latin parties that are exploding in vegas yeah they kill and i'm like and i'm like yo this is their time yeah exile, like and, and exile exile is killing it right exile's now. killing it a lot He's you know it. him and ar and altura yeah. platino love- and those guys that are doing yeah. zillow on fridays i mean these guys are really because what they did was like i said i mean they they went to the venues they got other djs they got the latin djs that they fuck with and they's like fuck it we know all the latin artists and we know the latin community let's do our own shit, go to the venue, and that's what they've been doing, and they've been mm-hmm. fucking killing it, you know. So that's why we went in. So that's why I said the same thing in reference to us, you know, having our, you know, our hip hop and stuff and our R and B, you know. It's so funny, like everybody want to do an R and B night. I'm like, why? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm like, yeah, you're kidding me right now. Like it's just, it's just crazy. Like because you know it's these things that we've talked to them about doing. And then now all of a sudden, you know, like, okay, yeah, we want to do it, but you know, like, why are you not doing it with the people that you know, the DJs that has been doing this for you at your venue for years? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm, I'm you know, saying. I'm it's just like trying you to said, power. Man, well, you, you I'm trying to empower us. You know, giving us, giving us our power back because but it they really, they want to take it away from us. It really just requires us proving it to motherfuckers. Day, like every three yep. years, every yep. two years, every day, every week, every yep. month, we just have to constantly prove ourselves. Yeah, and it's like what even what you guys are talking about on your weekly gigs. It's like the way you guys are opening or performing. You guys have you be like, yo. I have one bad night. I could lose my gig. Mm-hmm. I could lose my residency. That's right. From yeah. one bad night, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I gotta show out. And it's like, yo, like I get it. Like we gotta prove yeah. ourselves every time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like that Jay Nice attitude. Like, what you want? <laughs> that's a lie. You <laughs> see? <laughs> see, that's how rumors get started. See, that shit. He think, they, not everybody think I'm a fucking bad guy. I'm really no, not. No, you, you have this. You have this. I'm not. Look, look. I I suffer from. You know the J Nice syndrome too. You know, like, mm-hmm. because a lot of people say I'm un uh, unapproachable. Yeah, they, I do get that. Lot. You see, we we get the same thing. That's We're the why. same. But, but at the end of the day, if you knew me, <laughs> look, we got Yankee caps. You yeah, just a, but, you're just a royal blue Yankee cap, and right. I'm a native. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> if you knew me, if you knew me, you knew that you know I'm not that kind. You know, I I speak to him if I see him. If I don't know yeah. you, that's a different story. Hey, you know yo, what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I know him. I know Jay, you. I'm telling you right I, now, I everything speak. you're saying, I've said right. Yeah, but still, people would rather if they want to like talk about a business opportunity they'll talk to jamie they'll talk to neville they'll talk to d they won't the talk most to me. fucked up thing is like he's standing next to me they're like yo we want to work with you guys i'm like he's right here why are you talking to me yeah <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll, they'll want to talk to him so yeah. we, we gotta fix our gotta faces fix yeah yeah you gotta smile more and shit yeah you know, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, I mean, he, he, he's been telling me, I mean, Jeremy's been telling me that a lot. I need For real? To, yeah, I need to change a lot. So. Yeah, I'm telling you, we got to fix our faces. Yeah. You know, our energy. Yeah. Because I feel like everywhere I walk, and I've been noticing it, like, I have that, like, I'm walking, you know, when you walk in the subway, you're very guarded. Yeah. yeah. I have that guarded shit. I, I just, I've just never been the guy that's walking around with a fucking smile on my so face. Why are you so guarded going buying a sandwich? Huh? You mean the subway, the actual subway? Oh, NYC subway. I thought like subway, sandwich. <laughs> yeah, are you serious, man? <laughs> I was like, you look pissed to get a sandwich. <laughs> God damn it, this foot long. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I, I, no, I, was, I was having this conversation. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, son, you said subway. I'm like, what is he talking about? West Coast, West Coast boys. I hate yeah. you Cali motherfuckers, man. As soon, as soon as you hear subway, you think it's a sandwich? That's fucked up. Yeah. If you've never been on the subway before, you... You know, I, I think it's it's really a New York thing. Because I used to walk, and I used to, like, you know, I like, as an Asian kid, just walking around New York, like, uptown or whatever, like, I'm an immediate mark. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I have to look, 
Like I ain't gonna take fuck no with shit. Me. Right. Nobody. Yeah. 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 And remember, I used to, I used to, walk, I'd be like the only Asian kid at all hip hop party in New York mm-hmm. or all Dominican <laughs> party. You know, I would stand out everywhere. So it would be like, yo, let's fuck with this dude. Let's fuck with this Asian kid. So I feel like I had to like have this kind of like demeanor of like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. where you have this fuck like you, huh? guarded or you yeah. ready for anything mm-hmm. kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I that carried with me this whole way. Yeah. A combination yeah. of that and a combination of you being from New York. So and New York, and you just like you don't you don't yeah, want you guys, to, you, know. you guys are cut to the chest. You guys are not fluff anything. It's just boom, boom, boom. And another, like another thing with me, like you said, you know, a lot a lot of times I don't I don't know a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the people that I do know, you know, that, you know, I I you know, I'd smile and talk to and stuff like that. But you know, if you don't know a bunch of people, then you know, you walk around like, mm, you know, I just got the stone face because I don't know. So we gonna work on that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to work smile on that. Smile more. I don't know about I'm, the I'm gonna research a class. I don't know about the smile. Let's go to a class. Let's go to a class. <laughs> go to class. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I kid you not. His face right. was like this the whole time. Right. <laughs> anger. It's, a, it's an anger management class. And I'm just call. like, uh, I was trying to really impress him. I'm like, uh, right. yeah. You do have that face though, because I've, I've seen you like walk into a room. And you immediately look like you're looking for somebody. Yeah. Like you, you know, looking. No, you know? No. <laughs> you know, I mean. You're you walking like this, like. You know, I mean. Because owe me a five I go, I go, I'll give him a pound. I'll give him a pound. He'll be like, still looking like, yeah, what up, what up? No, that's a lie. I'll never do that. I think that's so disrespectful. I never do that. That's a lie. He's still looking. <laughs> like someone no, stole from him. No, 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 no. I, but, you know, I, when I do walk in, I, I because I've been in places that I walked in and yeah. shit get fucked up. So I like to walk in. I look and see Certainly. where my exit's at. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah who's yeah. around, where the niggas is at. You know what I'm saying? Where the niggas is acting up so I know how to get the fuck up out of there. So I, I, that is the truth because, you know, like you said, I mean, I've been uh, coming from Atlanta. I've been to some clubs where shit got fucked up and yeah, you, yeah. if you don't know how to get the fuck out mm-hmm. that's why I never go to Dre's after hours everybody like yo Dre why you don't go to Dre's after fuck that shit it's one way in and one way out I don't know the back way to get in so I'm like no Start I don't even jungle. go <laughs> yeah because shit go, shit go wrong what you gonna do you fucked. I don't know and, if the, and the, the way I came in with a tight ass stairway to get down to fucking Dre's after hours I thought it, when I first went for the first time I thought it was like just you know, big sprawling after hours like any other big, the big giant clubs here. But yeah. then, you know, you went downstairs in that little ass room. I'm like, man, shit go wrong. There's a lot of people gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, just I, die. so I don't go to Dre's after the size hours. Of this room. They told me it's the, they told me it's a back way, but I'm like, until I learn the back way, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't DJ, I haven't DJ there. I haven't DJ there, and I haven't. Yeah, because I mean it's one way in, one way out. You see, have you been to Dre's when it's been crowded? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Trying to get down them stairways, and what you gonna do? Get on a little elevator? <laughs> and it's like those little like maze, so it's like right. it's not a lot of walkway. Yo, Dre's is nah. gonna be mad at you. Dre's out there is gonna be mad at you. I don't DJ there. They be all right. <laughs> they be all right. <laughs> you know, I'm just telling my personal. Tyvek will be pissed off at you. <laughs> he don't book me either, so I'll be fine. You gonna die? <laughs> right. <laughs> Some people are gonna die tonight. Right. I just don't. You know. I. I just. You know. That's just my personal. You know. I, I've been there. I've been in Vegas yeah. ten years. All right. Man. And I've been there twice. All right. We we, we got to loosen our shoulders then, Jay Nice. Oh God. All right, man. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna research a class for us to take. Yeah, I'm down. You know how yeah. to be how to be more approachable. Yeah, I'm down. Right. We'll I'm work it. on it. All right. Yo, Jay. I know it's been a minute. Yeah. And uh, you know. 
I, I'm, I'm glad we finally got you on the podcast. Sorry it Appreciate took a long time. No, it's yeah. all good. I know you guys are Don't good. apologize to him. Don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was been, after that. I, 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 I had to convince them to put you I, on. No, you didn't. Come on, guys. That's a nice guy. I said, I said, Come on, man. You got to put Jay on I was thinking. I was like, I know that's crooked. He don't want me fucking doing Because I know Jamie. Jamie's not like that. I know Nevin. I bet you that's fucking Why is it me? See, you doing the same thing. I know it was you. Look, look. You're doing the same thing I did to you. Doing the same right. thing. Right. I so yeah, all the other know? DJs that haven't been on the show, I'm nah, guarantee you it's nah, fucking nah, crooked. Nah, you're nah, telling everybody nah. don't come. <laughs> look, look, don't look, let that nigga come. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give a shout out to Jay Nice. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Good job, man. You guys are amazing. I appreciate it. No, thank you, man. Thank you. And never again, I will never pull up my laptop. <laughs> if, if, I, if, if I know that if I know that you if I know that you DJ Justin McCauley, I'm gonna text you a call you first. Like, yo. <laughs> I'm coming. They told me I have the DJ. Did they tell you? Fuck that. So I make sure they fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Peace. 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 Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms, and every Thursday the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, YouTube.com/RoadPodcast, and to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit YouTube.com/DJCity. And we'll see you next Wednesday.